I could hear a hint of jealousy oh. in that. He's, he's, he's 45? Yeah. He's so, 45. So, but it's funny because we, he's actually, I probably talked to him. He's one of the people I talk to the most at my gym. We talk all the time. It's, and it's been, it's just, it's funny because I, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday about this, was how me and him would have, like, if it wasn't for CrossFit, we would have no, there'd be no reason for us to talk about anything. But now he's like, he literally is one of my best friends. Like, I comment on all this stuff on Instagram. Like, I think it's really cool that he's making YouTube videos because, um, like, he's I old? Because he's old? Yeah, he's older and he's going, <laughs> well, no, seriously, though, because he's, there's a lot of people that have been, that have been following me that in turn are now following him because I've been, you know, talking about him. And people are, like, really inspired by his story and, like, uh, inspiration that I couldn't give to people, you know, being 25 years old. Mm. And, uh, uh, so it's yeah, but it's I actually do have conversations with him all the time. So I do t- speak to people that are, I don't want to say older, but are there you know forty five? No, you, you can feel old. free to say older. <laughs> you can say older. In Matt, here. Matt, do you or know masters? that um, this guy has uh, half million YouTube subscribers and almost four hundred thousand Instagram followers? I did not know a half million YouTube subscribers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be one of those shows, like, if you get someone on here who, like, doesn't have a YouTube channel and they have, like, 2,000 Instagram followers, people are like, Savon, you're the greatest, you're the greatest. Anytime we get anyone in here who has over 100,000 subscribers on Instagram, it's like, you need to shut the fuck up and stop interrupting. This is going to be one of those. <laughs> this is going to be that's, one of those shows. That's funny. Because this early. is going to be one of those shows where more people are listening for him than for me. Go I was, myself. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I was, it's funny that you say that because I was actually on the plane right here. I was listening to the Brooke Ince one. Uh-huh. And it's funny because... I was reading the comments, and I, I, I guess I can kind of understand where people are coming from if they never have watched the podcast, don't know who anybody here is, or don't even maybe don't even do CrossFit or whatever. And so you mean they're just listening because Brooke's hot as li- shit? Yeah, yeah, they're just listening because they want to they want to hear Brooke. Uh-huh. They don't get that. Like for me, I think what is cool about the podcast and what like I really love about everything that. This is gonna sound like I'm like singing your praises, but like I up the orchestra. That I enjoy is that you're you're able to and not afraid to ask questions that other people won't. Like when I watch interviews of CrossFit Games athletes, they're all they all seem very nice, but it's always the same questions. What are you eating? What's your diet? What's your training like? And that's it. And the, it's always the same answers, which is fine because I'm sure it's this, it is the same answer. But it's like nothing that I'm like I want to know about this or like. And you're asking that like, questions that you I wouldn't even think to ask. Then I'm like, oh, I would love to hear what what the answer is. So, did you did you watch Road to the Games? Um, the first one, the goddesses one, yeah. the goddesses. I thought it was. Um, I haven't talked to Heber about this, but I think I've truly um, mentored and led Heber in the right direction. <laughs> um, when he was ta- when he when Sarah Sigmund's daughter was talking about her boobs popping in at the age of twelve, I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. You, you did it. <laughs> I've done it. Hebrew captured. I have. I have. I have. I have. And there was there was some there was something else in there that I thought was uh, sort of off, uh, a, a little less. Um, you can use that in here, by the way. A little yeah. less straight right, laced cool. than Hebrew is. Yeah, yeah, totally. This is this is the total unsafe room for everyone, including myself. That's a nice little tripod setup you got. Yeah, I like it. So it's cool because so like when you're say you're vlogging, right? You can mm-hmm. kind of do this. Sorry about the slurping. And. Uh, Kind of like have it as a little thing, but then it's nice because you can lock it in, and also it like extends a little bit, so it's mm. nice. Like are you, I've had, are you a camera geek now? Damn, look like at I that. Look at that. I noticed you have the G5. Cool. You don't have the G4. Like, yeah, I, you... I would say so. Like yeah. I, the reason I got this was so I had the um, I had the uh, the Canon 80D forever before that, and I mean that's a great camera, and I loved it, and I, I still really like, it. I still have it. But there were just certain things like uh, the the slow mo; it only shot in 60 frames per second. And people are gonna be like, "What are you even talking about?" But like, it 
it just like there was things I wanted to do that I couldn't. And this shoots in like a hundred, I think, hundred and eighty frames. Um, and so like the slow motion on it is amazing. If you shoot that for that for very long, though, the battery just completely dies. Canon still has like. How many batteries do you roll around with? I have three right now yeah. with me. Um, do you ever feel like, um, batteries to a camera guys like heroin to a heroin it's, addict? It's no, right? it, yeah. Like as you're leaving the house, you're like, fuck, are these all charged? Do I got enough? I triple check that <laughs> and shit. Then, like, and then like... and then you feel like I I legit have never felt so bad about myself when I go somewhere and I realize that my batteries are dead. I feel like the biggest like just failure in life. Like I'm just like, who even am I right now? Like how can you how can you not remember to charge your batteries? Because you artists are hard on yourselves. It, I is, I shot this movie called Desert Runners. I've watched it. I paid for it. I watched it. <laughs> and there was there was a, a, a portion where I had to go to the desert. Um, what desert is it? It's the big desert in China. The city we were based out of was Arunchi before we went into that desert. Damn, what is the name of that desert? Just give him like eight seconds. I'll tell you. <laughs> anyway, there was, there was a section where there were four other camera guys there. It was a big, huge race. And I was wearing a fanny pack. And they were, I don't know why, but they were making, the, they were making fun. The, uh, the Gobi. Yeah, the Gobi go. in China? Yeah, thank you, Eric. Damn. Gobi Desert in China. <laughs> and and there was a three-hour hike to the, the top of oh, this wow. plateau to get a good shot. And, of course, I did it no problem because of CrossFit. Yep. <laughs> and I had a and I had a, a fanny pack on, and it was full of batteries. And three hours later when we got up there, I was the only fucking camera guy who had charge my battery. Nice. Charge my camera. Hmm. That's, like, the best That's the best feeling ever. Like I was being like, 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 you prepared. dipshits yeah. made fun of me the whole time for having a fanny pack. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how battery life has probably gotten exponentially better in the last, like, two, three years, right? It it yes. just, it, yes, but it really depends on the camera that you're using, too. Because, like, so there's a, for, right. like, the, the there's, like, certain cameras that, for what I'm doing in YouTube, that are pretty popular. So there's, like, this, and then there's, like, Canons. Or their their battery life is the best. Mm-hmm. But then there's Sony, which are known for really bad battery life. Mm-hmm. The a, There's, I like, the A7. Yeah, they're, so they, you have to carry around, like, 12 batteries so this one's like i would say it's in the middle it's not the best in the world but it and you, it, and you do your shooting in a gym you don't do shooting in the desert no yeah <laughs> yeah i have not done a desert shoot yet yeah Sivan, you gotta bring back the the tight on the sides cut that's it's a good look on you i'm pretty tight on the sides not as tight as, <laughs> not as tight as this <laughs> i think it's just because the, the the top is so high look at john's hair john yeah, mine's like name for me glod glod yeah you look like like you look like a filmmaker. You look there. kind of almost sure. like emaciated in that too. Like you look super thin. I was th- I was thinking about that today. How, wh- what's your? Uh, wh- who do you want to look like? What body do you want to have? This I wonder if this is gonna freak you out. I was thinking about this. Whose body? Like if like what's the ideal body for you? Like when you, when if you were coveting physical bodies, you're like I'll take that one. I would. I mean, I would say like Rich Froning. Yeah. Well. Okay. I like that. And I that might be because I can see a picture of him right there. So like him or like maybe like Dan Bailey. Dan Bailey, like, I took a picture with him once. I've, I've, I've actually been able to meet him a couple times, which is really cool because he's, like, someone that I, I really think is awesome. But uh, he is. We, I took a picture with him at – I was at the Arnold last year, and then I went to the um, to the games announce, – the, the announcement, the open announcement, which was really fun. But he uh, his forearms are humongous, and I remember just, like, trying to out-angle him really hard, and it didn't work. <laughs> but he's – he yeah, I think something like that. I'm a huge fan of the forearm, too. Yeah. Forms it's, are nice. Yeah, it's like because like you could have like if you have big biceps and like you have tiny forearms. Say if you're wearing like I don't know like a, a shirt that's like a little big, you you look like you don't even lift, and that's you know. Stop typing <laughs> in the comments that CrossFit's not about looks or anything. <laughs> <Shut the fuck laughs> up. Stop. Oh, Let's man. just be just be chill for a second. Just, just <laughs> enjoy just the episode up. and move on. Be chill. Be chill. Um, I want to hold this picture up real quick. I don't know how it got into my office. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> you see this? Oh, I want. I, I think. I think Dave brought it in. Do you remember what games that is? That's that's by the pool. That's from the that's the pool events 2013. Yeah, I think West Pyatt might have won that one. No shit. I think he might have. Yeah, top three if not not one. Um, I, I'd want. I like Conor McGregor at 145. Yeah. I like lean and mean and uh, like. I wish I had the discipline to be borderline emaciated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there. It's crazy when you see. Well, one thing when it's you probably see, not like, sustainable. Well, right? it's not because they. I mean, they they weigh in. You know, the night and then the next day they're like literally like I've heard like 10, 15 pounds heavier. So, but I mean, yeah, that's that's interesting. It's funny because I'm so like engulfed in like CrossFit stuff that I didn't even like. I was like oh, CrossFit athlete. That was like the only thing that came to my mind. You're five eight. Yeah. And what do you weigh now? Two hundred. And the, and you've been there for a while. Yeah, I've so the lowest that I ever weighed. So because I always like in my social media and stuff, it'll say 180 pounds lost. So that was so my heaviest was 360, and then the lowest I got was 180, and that's when I did my physique show and like got on stage and like had my tan and stuff. Uh, so that was like the lowest I've ever been, which again it wasn't sustainable. I was like it was for a reason, you know. Um, so like my body naturally, I would say 200, and then like if I ever like right now, I'm like. Oh, I would like to lose a little bit of weight just because, like, gymnastics would be a little bit easier and stuff like that. But 200 is pretty much, like, if I'm just eating normal, not stressing, that's pretty much where I sit. Yeah. How long have you been crossfitting? Uh, almost two years. How much do you weigh, Matt? Uh, like 182, three. And how tall are you? 5'9 and some change, almost 5'10. Yeah. And so he's saying his weight's 218 pounds more than you. Are you, like, are you not buying that? Are you like, hey, dude, you got to lose 10 pounds? Uh, No. No, I no, I I think two hundred's fine. Yeah, I will, and I will say that I would say, I don't know exactly how much like my loose skin weighs, but I would say it's close to oh. ten pounds, oh. probably. So I wouldn't be surprised if say if I ever got rid of it. It's it's a I, lot. It's a lot. Like yeah. you. Well, we'll get to that. But it, it's kind of amazing how much you've exposed that. Yeah, I mean, for in a me, good way. I think it's like it's I, funny because I, I watched I, I watched your videos for two hours last night. Oh well, I hope you enjoyed them. Yeah, and I only got through three percent of them. Yeah, I was, there's a lot. There's a lot of videos. I spent two hours on just social media researching you, yeah. and uh, and I only got through through three percent. Might even be an exaggeration. Yeah, I for me like so the first time that I ever put out a loose skin video, I. I had no idea what was going to happen. Like that's that's literally how my life changed. That's like the the first loose skin video I made was I would say the catalyst to me being able to do this as my job and and everything happening. But I mean, if 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 you want to talk about that more, we can. But like that showed me that being vulnerable and just sharing real stuff is so much more valuable than just like sharing your highlight reel, right? Everyone wants to share their hi highlight reel, especially on social media. Um, and like that's one of the issues that a lot of people encounter when they, they deal with like depression and they're like sad because they're comparing themselves to people's social media and all that people are posting is good stuff on social media. So it's like you're uh, there's a pastor that I follow. Could you that. even put together a highlight reel? I couldn't even put together. A I don't. Reel. I don't think I got, <laughs> I've, got, I've gotten so used to sharing. I'm gonna default to vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, nowadays all you gotta do is put a, like videos of you missing cleans, and that's like you're like. Oh, yeah, I'm, being, I'm being vulnerable. Yeah, I'm being vulnerable. I'm missing missing cleans at 3:15. Darn man. <laughs> but yeah, so this is so yeah, that's um one of the videos right there, and um. So yeah, that's the first one right how, there. How old are you there? I was 22, maybe 22, I would say I was right there. It's crazy. So with that video... Just coming out of the pimple face. Yeah. Oh, I'm still dealing with that. I don't think I would be able to do that at 22. I don't think I'd have enough like 
confidence in myself to mm-hmm. be able to expose and be that transparent to the world. Yeah, I. It's it's weird because when I think about it, first off, like I've I've become so used to it now and like sharing that that it really is like i have no issues like i think yesterday i posted a picture on instagram with my mm-hmm. shirt off and just kind of talking to people about stuff like it's it's so normal to me now but then it wasn't like i had i was i was my heart was racing but at the same time like when i started my channel my youtube channel i had a couple videos that i wanted to make because i had an instagram before that so i had like people ask me a lot of questions and like things that i just like literally the reason i started my youtube was because i was getting so many questions that i wasn't there was no way second 2014 yeah there you go so the reason i started it was because i got so many questions on my instagram that i just like i wasn't going to answer in a post like there just was no way so then i i was like okay i'll start a youtube channel and like there's a lot of other stuff that kind of went into it but I had a couple of videos. The first one I wanted to make was like just my normal transformation video of like, this is me and my heaviest is like, you know, that like th- those were really popular for a while when I first started my channel. And then the other one was like a full day of eating just because that was a question I got every day. What do you eat? What do you eat? What do you oh, eat? I bet. Um, and then the third one was actually this video um, because of, again, that was a, one of the main questions. Now, it's funny. When I made this video, it was it was with the help of my friend that actually helped me start my YouTube channel. It was like... Between us, me telling him I want to make this video and us putting it on my channel was like maybe five hours. Is like, he? It, oh wow, that's fast. Yeah. So we we were at the gym because he he actually because had his if own you would have thought of it, you probably wouldn't have done it. If he yeah. would have like spent three days. Yeah. Oh yeah. It'd still be you'd probably still be at home. Scrap that, and that's crazy because my life would be completely different too. But I would still be dealing with the same stuff, you know. Um, but so I told him I think we were at the gym. We used to work out together every morning, and I was like, yeah, I think I want to shoot because we had talked was about. He, it. Was he ever fat? No, he's no. he's a bodybuilder. He actually he has his own channel now. Or he had his own channel before. He still makes YouTube videos. His name's Brian. And um so I told him he was like, Yeah, let's do it. Like we'll 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 shower and then we'll come back to my house. This is at his house and we'll shoot it. And I was like, All right, cool. Matt and, and I do a lot of that. Let's go shower and then go do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, we did shower together, right? Shower, show up and grab the can. Hey, not everyone can have the relationship Matt and I have. Don't worry, we're not judging you. We did it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Bench press, shower. There you go, yeah. By the way, I, right I have um, coffee here with heavy cream in it. Okay. If, if anyone wants one. You got any black? No. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, so so we, we decided to shoot the video, and I remember, like, I, I didn't realize how – I just was, like, talking and talking about my skin. Like, I, have, I wasn't trying to be overly emotional. I wasn't trying to invoke any emotion because, like, you can definitely do that with videos. You can make, you know. And But I was just talking, and then I, I didn't – I realized that it was a little bit more intense and serious when we were done because my friend Brian that was filming it was literally – he was crying. And I was just like, whoa, you know? And then – Because he was over – he was having empathy. He was overwhelmed by the intimacy and the mm-hmm. vulnerability you – Yeah. And even though you're – even though you're not being dramatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it still rocked him to his core. Like, yeah. And oh, it was my, it, my homeboy's being real as shit. This guy. Yeah. And it was it was it was. It was so honestly, as you're doing this, you're looking across at the camera guy, your buddy, and he's got like tear in his eye. So he he was like smiling really big uh-huh. at first. Like he was, I could tell that he was just proud because like it had been something that we kind of talked about for a while. And then it was at the very end when the camera shut off. He like he started like crying. He was like, "Man, you got me!" Like, and mm. and then we literally like so like I said, it was like five hours between me saying I wanted to p- do it and us putting it up on my channel. So he this was like right when my channel started. So I would like I made my own videos but most of them were just iphone videos and whenever it was like a nicer video he had all the equipment so he'd help me so he'd like film it and then he honestly like my friend brian was like 
a huge reason. He still is. I talk to him all the time of why why I was able to start my channel because he had the equipment. He was willing to edit for me. Um, now, I mean, I edit everything myself, and I actually really enjoy it. But yeah, he like edited it really quick. Again, it was a pretty simple video, and we put it up, and then that's where everything kind of. Is it the last name you want to give him a shout out? Yeah, Brian Turner. Yeah, cool. He has his own his own channel. Check him out. <laughs> Eric Maciel running the cameras, running the computer, running a bunch of buttons. Yeah, this is, his channel's right there on the very side of the screen right there, Brian Turner. Brian Turner. Yep. Matt Bischel doing the music for the show. Yep. <laughs> John. John. John is my brother. John is me. John. Is, there, yeah. is that true? Yeah, I'm serious. Really? John and John? John. So everyone in my family calls me John David uh -huh. because, you know, it's just easier. So, um, but yeah, so we're named after just... People in our family. My brother's named after our grandfather, and then I was actually named after my mom's brother because when I was being born, he was really struggling with like it was looking like he was probably gonna pass. So she was naming she named me after him. Did he pass? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Jean and Jean. How did he pass? Uh, I think it was AIDS. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I think I want to say that's what it was. How old were you? I was. I don't think I. I it was either. It was like right when I was very young. I don't think I ever met him. Isn't. Do I go down that one or do I come <laughs> back to the names? Something heavy or something light? Go down. Dude, dude. Uh, I've met a lot of people in the, in the world. Mm -hmm. Shitloads. I think I've even met some people who have AIDS, I mm -hmm. think. But it's weird because growing up, I was terrified of AIDS. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's why like, like I was the condom man. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> when I was in my 20s, it was like, it was like the, the, the plague that was going to be terrifying. That was around that time. But, but yeah. this is the, I, I'm trying to think if I've ever known anyone who even knew anyone who died of AIDS, even though I grew up in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. I have two. No, uh, two. Yeah. Really? Both my uncles. My other uncle, his name was, his name was Chris, but we called him Uncle Chip. He, I actually, I knew him. Uh -huh. That It was, it's crazy, man. It is it stuff that they wouldn't die of today because there's medicine for it? I, I mean, I would say so, but I, again, I was really young, so I didn't really know exactly, but um, my uncle, he, so he struggled with drugs, and that's kind of what his downfall was, and I just remember him being my uncle that was strong and, like, you know, older than me, obviously, right, mm -hmm. like, and, like, he, he was taking care of his kids, and then seeing him on his, on his deathbed, like, just being, it was like, it's just a shell. It was, yeah, it was crazy. It's scary stuff. How old were you sure. when you saw that? I was, like, I, I would say I was, like, five. So I was just—I I interviewed everyone in the room except for you, um, and and we're here with John Glaude. Yes. Uh, it's, I have a child named Ari and another child named Avi, and even yesterday my wife's like, their names are too close together. I'm like, nah, it's fine. But man, that's close, Jean and John. Yeah. So everyone. Yeah. Someone with a speech impediment just called both you Jean. Yeah, it's and like, then like we'll both turn around and yeah, <laughs> then we'll figure out who they're talking to. He, he's older, you said. Yeah, he's two years, about two years older than I. Is he fat? He he is not. He actually, he's the person that got me into CrossFit. Um, so he, he saw me lose my weight and he was, he, he was like one of the, like the, this normal story that you hear, got out of high school, started gaining weight and then he just kept gaining weight. So he was probably, I think he's lost about 40 pounds. So he saw me lose my weight and then it's, it's actually interesting because he, he started going to the gym, like just doing regular bodybuilding like I did, but he, I could just tell he never really liked it very much. Like he did it because he felt like he needed to. And then he ended up finding CrossFit because he went to my show where I did my physique show and he met a girl there that 
was doing the show as well, and she did CrossFit. They're together now. Um, so yeah, that's that's me at the show. He was a fat guy who met a, ch- a hot chick kind, at a physique show. Yeah, kind of chubby. Her and then got in shape for her. <laughs> no, he was he had already lost the weight by then. Oh, oh. Um, most of it, but he definitely looks a lot. It's crazy. He looks a lot better now that he's doing like like uh, doing CrossFit. But so he met her there, and then he was like, oh, I think she's cute. So then he started doing CrossFit with her. And then I saw – so what was – Is meeting someone at a physique show just like going – is it the same as like going to like the um, mental ward and, and picking up chicks? Is, is like everyone there like – Yeah, I, honestly – Do you know what I mean? She, like uh, what's the – this I is a weird – I bet it's a scene. Yeah. I think – It's like um, there's some mental uh, – I don't, I don't want to say you're going there to pick up damaged goods. Yeah. But, but it seems uh, there could be some people who need to work through some shit still. So. There's a lot like – I don't mean that even in a bad way. It's like cool. Go work through it. Yeah. There's a lot of like – I, I would say I, – because I come from that style of training and, like, that that kind of lifestyle, and it's it's crazy how prevalent, like, eating disorders are and stuff in there. It, it's kind of scary, honestly. But, um, yeah, that's that's another story. <laughs> but So he met Is her he there. Is still with her? Yeah. Oh. So he met her there, and then he started doing CrossFit, and I saw his, like, whole attitude about training change completely. And I was like – at first I was – because, like, I had heard about CrossFit. I was like – I, I had already obviously had my YouTube channel, and I was making bodybuilding videos. That's what I did. You know, and that's how I sh- showed people how to lose weight. That's the kind of training I did. So you hear all the you hear all the talk about CrossFit from non-CrossFitters. You know, oh, like form injuries, blah blah blah. And like, I'm not a negative person, so I never like. There's no videos on my channel of me saying don't do CrossFit. But I was just like, oh, I just guys, I guess I just won't do it. You know, but seeing him completely actually enjoy it enjoy training and like him like excited to go to the gym i was just like man this is interesting because i i always like being someone that's trying to help people lose weight and stuff i i would always get people like i hate going to the gym i hate going to the gym by myself like i don't enjoy it and like for me i've i've loved it since i started like i really enjoyed training no matter what it is but i was always like man how can i get people to enjoy it you know and seeing him just really fall in love with it i was like wow that's really interesting and so i was starting to kind of ask him questions like oh like what'd you do today in the gym um and and then he had me so he had me watch the fittest on earth the first one and then the fronting documentary and i was like i was already i was like i already know i'm gonna be hooked on cross before i did my first workout because i was just like amped i was like this looks crazy like this looks so much fun and then we did our first workout together it's cool because i have it on my channel like my first ever crossfit workout i think i watched it yeah and then from there on, it's like like my whole life and like how I view everything has completely shifted from like that training style to CrossFit. And you have your own – you have – I didn't look too closely at it, but you, you have two things for sale on your site. You have an, e- an e-commerce book. Yeah. And you have some clothes. Mm-hmm. And the book is sort of like a follow along like, hey, this is the program I use. These mm-hmm. are the workouts I do. This is how I eat. Yeah. And the, so the ebook is called uh, The Battle Plan. Um, and it's really just like okay, – that's enough of that. Yeah. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to stop. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not, but like really it's good. just – I know you're not by the way. I asked you. Yeah. I know you're not. It's, just, uh, it's just like mainly it talks about like nutrition because I genuinely believe that 95% of weight loss – is your nutrition. So I try and like teach five people. Per, you're 5% away from Greg Glassman. Yeah. <laughs> he, says, he says 100%, man. I, I, so if you I, could only do one, I, he says do the I, nutrition. Okay, I believe that too, but I, I always like... You're, you're in CrossFit HQ, you want to be careful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> but like I, I believe that 100% because yeah, yeah. I lost my first... Like, we all believe it too. I would say 30 to 40 pounds and it was actually really good that I did this because I couldn't afford a gym membership. Like I had I was, I had no money. So That's I, why it's cool that everything on CrossFit.com is free. free. Yeah, exactly. So, so like I... 
I not everything. If you want to watch Froning, that costs money. Yeah, if you want to get on the on the journal, everything on, you need. On, to lose. On, on everything the, everything well, you need to lose weight and live a healthy life is yeah, free. Even ninety percent of the content in the journal is free. It's funny. A lot of people subscribe because they think it costs money, but really ninety percent of that. Mm-hmm. Don't even oh, sign yeah. up. Don't yeah. even sign up until it says to. But mm-hmm. then make sure you fucking do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the book is mainly about like nutrition, and then obviously I, I put in workouts because people are interested. Um, but yeah, so I, I I really do believe that it is all diet as far as weight loss, and then like I always there's a saying that I like to use is like weight loss happens in the kitchen, fitness happens in the gym. They they have things that correspond and like kind of like you know Overlap. flow together, yeah. but. If you want to lose weight and that's your main focus, you can do that all by changing your diet. There's an amazing video I watched last night. I was watching one of your vlogs. That's mm-hmm. what young people do, vlog. Yep, vlog. <laughs> and old people do podcasts. Um, uh, <laughs> or, I like podcasts. Or, or maybe behind the scenes. <laughs> um, yeah, they stay behind the camera. <laughs> uh, I know the mic is in front of my face. It's like that for a reason. <laughs> um, there is a video that starts with Nicole Carroll. It has 1.5 million views. I couldn't believe it. It's a CrossFit video, and it talks about nutrition. And yeah, I'm looking at Eric, hoping he'll like magically pull it up. He's, he, I don't see. I'm, him. I'm just waiting for my I keyword. <laughs> I think it's Mel. I think I think I think it's, I think it's a cro- I think it's CrossFit. New, I think if you type in CrossFit nutrition, new no no it's it's a picture of Petcher with um Zona and some stuff. It's a nutrition is the foundation. Nutrition is the foundation. Hey, encyclopedia right here. Nice. What a now. great what a great video. I mean, it's um it's it's everything you just said. And a lot of people don't know that, but in our pyramid, the foundation of CrossFit Absolutely. is nutrition. And, and I love have you that. taken your L one? No, I have oh. not. Um, it's definitely but something you're that. Go, but you're going to. I'm going to. Yeah, it's something you that a lot of people. Should absolutely take your L one. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I completely agree. And um, guilty. I know. Yeah, <laughs> just the shame right now. Um, John, the foundation. I've been wanting to ask this question for a long time, and I, and I, and I, I've tried. I've tried in a couple of podcasts to ask the question. And I feel like I haven't been able to ask it, like um, because I couldn't get the wording around it right but i think it's going to come out here okay how much weight does a body have to gain before it's too late you've done irreversible damage meaning that you're going to have that skin like is there is there a point that you would tell someone like do you ever feel like walking up to someone who is like 30 pounds overweight and be like hey motherfucker stop (laughs) (laughs) um so i will say i mean i i believe that they're there obviously is a point where everybody is going to deal with loose skin, but there's so many factors and so many people like there could be someone that is my exact same height and weight and will have have lost the same amount of weight that has less loose skin than me. A lot of it, I think, is genetics. Um, but then a lot of it, too, is how old are you? Like if you're 50 years old and you are 360 pounds and then you lose the weight, you're most likely going to have more loose skin. So it really So there's it, some factors. There's Genetics, factors. age. Age. But um, anyone who one. loses 100 pounds. Yeah, you're going to have 100 pounds for sure you're going to have some. Let me let me put it this way. There's I I those videos you have with all your extra skin, like mm-hmm. I watched a bunch of those. Yeah. And well versed in the If I were to skin. if I were to take off your nipples that are down here uh-huh. and put them up here, I, I and I started kind of Imagining that, I'm like, wow, this guy has a really nice chest. Yeah. <laughs> and then I could see your skin is like a sheet mm-hmm. hanging over, a wet sheet hanging over something. And I'm like, this motherfucker got an eight pack in mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it's it's like I can I can hide it, you know. I'm like, it's like it's like my. But you really <laughs> are. You're um. You're more you're more shredded than me. I'm I'm, I'm not shredded at all. But you're like shred. You have like <laughs> muscle. Like if you didn't have that skin, you got like muscles showing and shit. Yeah, I think so. And uh, but for me, like. 
I, I appreciate the compliments very much. Um, but yeah, it's funny that you say that about the nipples thing because like on the first video that I made, a lot of comments you drew are like, them. "Oh, you should draw some on." A lot, <laughs> a lot of comments are like, well, "Man, it looks like they're like if you cut off, if you like stop at his chest, like right here, he looks like a Ken doll because like he doesn't have any nipples." Oh, and they're like, That's crazy looking. And like those are me, the those are the comments. Yeah, stuff like that. And like it's funny because like I'm sure people that are watching are like, "Oh my gosh, that I can't believe you said that." But for me, first off, this is like my life. This is what I live with. So to right. act like I don't have it is just silly. Right. Like just to be like, oh, don't, no, 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 I don't want to talk about my loose skin. Like, come on, dude, it's right there. Like, it's right there. You know, there's, I have no issues talking about it. You know, so, um, but yeah, it's. You mean I'm not fat shaming you right now? No, not at all. You mean I'm not <laughs> accepting you right now? For me, I always say that I've, I've earned it. As cheesy as it sounds, and I'm sure people hear that, and like, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, it's just skin, man. Like, it's just skin. It's not that big of a deal. Some people struggle with it a lot more. Uh, I actually, it's funny because I actually just edited a video last night where I'm talking about it. But some people struggle with it more, and I have no issue. If somebody wants to get rid of it and they can't handle their loose skin, by all means, do it. I have, I'm so not, you're, so you're not doing it. No, yeah, I have no, no, no plans right now. Who knows? Like, I, I, I said in, in the video, um, that like, if, if one, if it started to physically cause me pain, because there are some people, first off, I don't have as much as, I, like, I'm actually, when I look at my loose skin and how much I have, I'm like, it's crazy I don't have more. Because, like, I was looking at a picture with, with um, so I was wearing a 5XL shirt, and at the bottom, I had, it's called, like, I call it like, my spare tire. The shirt is tight. And, like, when I sat down in that shirt, my buttons would pop open. You know, so I had a big gut. And, like, I have a good amount of loose skin there, but it's not, like, crazy. And there's some people that have dealt, and I have friends, you know, that I've met through social media that have, their loose skin has been so bad that they have rashes, they have back pain. Um, like ingrown hairs under their dust. Like, yeah. like, it's like, it's like, a whole other type of cleaning. It's completely and, and different. For me, I haven't dealt with that. So, like, it's only cosmetic. It's only a physical thing. And, like, for me, so when I do, the, the main thing that I would say that it, it that I would say it bothers me with is when I am doing my CrossFit training, I just have to wear a compression shirt. How about um, in? Yeah, that's that's. Man, did you have a girlfriend when you took that picture? <laughs> I did. And what did your girlfriend say about that? You being in your underwear. She oh she didn't mind at all. She didn't mind. No, like uh, social experiment. That's I, I was I wanted I just watched I watched I'm like sorry. I said I watched that podcast on the way here. So for me I've never <laughs> which, I, which podcast I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> just refu refuses to die. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> which no, podcast? What are you talking about? But yeah, she, I've never like I so I have a girlfriend now too, and like I I mean I will like I like uh recently I posted a picture and I had like a it was kind of similar to yours I had but I had a towel on mm -hmm. right and Me I even I, I texted her and I was like hey like are you cool with this she was like no oh, I don't care oh, you, you, know gave I mean? her, like, you gave her courtesy yeah I kind of let her know and but for me I think they they what understand. if she would have said no if she would have said no, I would have, I would have been all right whatever like it's not that big of a deal to me okay. um, but like for me it's like she understood that it was like <laughs> I'm trying to show something like, it's not just me like here's my body like look how buff I am or whatever it was like let me share this with you guys. Like, this is where I'm sitting. Because I have a lot of people that are interested, as weird as it might sound, like, in my body and my loose skin and how it's, like, what's happened. Because a lot of people that have the loose skin, they just get rid of it as soon as they can. And for me, like, again, that's completely that seem, fine. That seems um, not smart to me. I'll, See, weigh, I'll weigh in there. Why? Yeah. Uh, why? To, to just get rid of it right away. Well, especially someone his age. Because um, I think he was, he, was, he was obese for 20 years. Yep. And now he's gone through a two-year weight loss. I think he should hold tight for three or four years. Let his body reacclimate. See what his body's going to actually do with mm -hmm. the skin. Make sure – I mean, is it fair to say you're a carbohydrate addict? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he's he's a, he's a, he's an addict. You know what I mean? And he's mm. now managed his, yeah. and he so, still has this relationship with the drug. He has to to stay alive, right? So mm. so you, so you think that getting rid of the excess skin would, could cause like a relapse? No, I think that like, um, I think he should prove to himself, and it should be a reward down the road, mm. as mm. like, okay, if I'm good for five years, I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had we had. Um, do you know Justin Garrett? No, I do not. Okay, we had him in here the other day, and he lost. I think it was close to two, wow. two two hundred pounds, yeah. and he was he was showing us some guys on the internet who had their skin removed, mm-hmm. and I mean their bodies were like crazy. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you've highlighted them. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. But I mean, so, but you always get home. Do you, I mean, do you think it's like a badge of honor to have that excess skin? Yeah. So that's like. A... Well, he's working too. Hmm. You're doing God's work. Yeah. I don't believe in God, but I mean, not that I don't believe in God. Another, another podcast. Um, I'm going to put all my eggs in one basket. But but you are doing God's work. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so to get rid of your skin is kind of like uh, the priest to get rid of his collar. Yeah. Th- and that's that's right? that, that and that's like a really interesting point because I've – I've it's funny because like a lot of this stuff I just like was literally talking about last night in my hotel room making a video. But – I never want people to put me on some sort of pedestal and be like, because I've had I've had too that late. happen. Too I've late. had that happen <laughs> yeah, where people will like literally like tag me in other people's pictures of their getting their loose skin and almost shaming them for getting their skin surgery and saying, John didn't do it. Why do you feel like you need to? Like you should love your body. And I'm like, yo, that's not like that's not the the story I'm trying to tell. That's not what I'm trying to portray. I'm happy where I'm at, but if somebody wants to get rid of their skin. By all means, it's their body. They should be able to do whatever they want. I agree. You know, yeah. and and so like I I I carry it, and like I said, it's not. It do, I don't have any health issues with it. It doesn't cause me any extra pain. Um, again, like the most I have to deal with is putting on a compression shirt when I do CrossFit. Your compression shirt video is f- awesome. Yeah, it, I talk about a niche. Well, <laughs> it, it's a niche public. It's a niche public service announcement, except for the fact we're in the age of carbohydrate addicts, mm-hmm. and so as we get more and more people recovering, you're kind of a pioneer. Yeah. That, kind of, you are a pioneer. That video, I, I couldn't believe how how many people it like were able to like be touched by it and like actually were able to get help from that video. I was just like, this is what I do, you know. This is what I what I wear to work out. It's cool. And the, the people getting help in that video are the people who've lost weight. They've made exactly they've made the big step. But yeah. by the way, I just want to plug this real quick. These guys do not sponsor me. I don't know shit about them. <laughs> but this game is amazing. I don't play chess. I'm not smart. Um, but. <laughs> Do you know this game, Matt? You're making a correlation there. <laughs> no, I, I I saw you. And, I brought you one. I saw you and Burger. Oh, oh, that's nice. Oh yeah, I saw you and Burger playing that. Yeah, like, this thing I like is the burger amazing. you never had. Solitaire chess. So basically, what you do is you just put the pieces on this piece of paper, mm-hmm. and then you just play by yourself, and you just have to wipe out all the pieces. And it is so fun. After this, I'm going to show you. Okay. All but right. anyone who wants to play a really fun game. This is like I'm not even a board game. Just I'm not even a game guy. No, I'm just no. <laughs> do, you, do you play against somebody else? You no, play? you just play. Well, I would. Um, uh, Burger and I poured a couple glasses of wine and we just open it up and we put the pieces on and we start doing it together. But I mean, like yesterday, I was on a plane ride coming back from Denver and I and I and I just played by myself. Did you win? Always. <laughs> <laughs> I've never lose. finished the whole book. I got to finish the whole book. And they have an app too. You can download it on your iPad or whatever. Oh, that's Thank cool. You. But I but I like this. And I keep the little pieces in my little bag here that I got from Canoe. By the way, we have no sponsors on the show. Our sponsor is Greg Glassman. I think we have a. Yeah, no, we don't have a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tag... if, if you did, they'd be like, really? <laughs> I, tag, I tag Ballast Point. Do you know Ballast Point? Do you drink alcohol? No, I don't. I tagged the... Did you ever drink alcohol? No. 
um, is it why why don't you drink alcohol? Um, there, I mean, there's there's tons of reasons really for me, uh, but one of the main ones I would say is first off, I started losing weight when I was 20, so like I was I wasn't even legal yet to drink, mm. um, but. I so for me it's a lot of empty nice, calories. Nice vein. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's my one vein that I have. Um, so it's a lot of empty, empty calories, and then I feel like again, this is just my personal opinion. I'm not trying, to, but like a lot of people use it as an excuse to do things they normally wouldn't, and it's just yeah, I just I don't really like. I've only been into a club like one time. It was like the worst experience ever. What about smoking pot? Any other, any no. other recreational drugs? Mm-mm. No, nothing like that. Painkillers. If I need, if I need a like an ibuprofen, but that's very, very rare. Oh, that doesn't count. How many do you yeah. take at a time when you take them? If they're two hundred milligrams, I'll take four. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. my boy. Therapeutic yeah. dose. This two on the bottle is insane. Yeah. This two on the. I mean, I think you, you take. A, you can't overdose from ibuprofen. Yeah, I, don't think, so. I think it's impossible. So, yeah. Impossible. We are. There's no doctors in the room. Matt Bishop <laughs> Bishel has been drinking coffee this morning. He'll say all sorts. Of I think an shit. IT guy told me that like two years ago. So I'm taking it as fast. So so. Going back to that, when when you've when you've when you've gone so far into your carbohydrate addiction that that you start to put on so much weight that even when you lose the weight, you're gonna have memories of it mm-hmm. in the form of loose skin. Is that do do you think about that? Like you've worked so hard to get this way, and mm-hmm. for you, you're making the best out of it. You're using it as, as a, in a in a time as part of your message, mm-hmm. right? To tell yeah. people, hey, look at me. I'm okay with it. Come make the journey with me. I'll, I'll you can follow me through these yeah. steps. And uh, and I'm putting words in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Is there? Do you, do you think that? Is there a weight that you that you would like to? Is, is are you gonna go out and make a video? Because I think this is a great idea. I think you should make a video. <laughs> a video, like, like a vlog. Hey guys, anyone who's 40 pounds overweight, stop now. Uh, like 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 <laughs> like. I would say. I mean, do you think about that? Do you think, oh fuck, if I just would have fucking like. Mm-hmm. If I would have just not gained the way, I wouldn't have to deal yeah, with this. Yeah. Not really, because this is like, I honestly, as cheesy as it sounds, like everything happens for a reason, and I honestly don't know where my life would be if I didn't deal with being obese and lose lost the weight, and like I don't know where I, I don't know what I would be doing, and like I feel like I've you'd be working at Starbucks. Yeah, seriously, I would be. Exactly. Which is okay, by the way. Yeah, but like that's what that's what I would be doing, and I honestly I feel like I've like this is like what I'm here for. I had produced and directed over, I don't know, a bunch of shows for ESPN, produced and directed a bunch of movies, and and my mom still wanted me to get a job at Starbucks so that, so I get health insurance. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Get a fucking real job. I'm like, what the fuck? Rosemary, just looking out for her son. (laughs) You, do you feel like yourself? Do I feel like myself? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. When I watch your videos... Um, you seem like yourself, huh? Hold on. I think I get where you're going. There's, there's people out there who I think are like just fake as fuck. Yeah. But they're so themselves as a fake motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Like that they're still going through their shit. You know what I mean? They're still like, their fakeness is real. Mm -hmm. They're like spinning off of like, they're uncomfortable, their nervousness, their anxiety they're they're not grounded in in something deep inside of them mm-hmm. but they're still themselves maybe fake isn't the right word i don't think they're posturing consciously mm-hmm. um but you're 
if if there were if there were like a little soul that everyone was inside of them, like a little like Iron Man ball of light mm-hmm. or something, you seem like you're really close to it. Like it's well, they, just I appreciate that. Like you don't like you don't. Um, do, does it feel that way? Do you feel? Um, do you feel really? Yeah, I feel like like true to yourself. Yeah, I f- yeah I feel like especially like when are it comes you super to, comfortable? Yeah, when it, and when it comes to like I think I get where you're kind of saying like when it comes to like social media, people put something out there that you would when you feel like you're gonna meet them and talk to them, they're gonna be a certain way, and then you end up talking to them and you're like, okay, so this isn't really who you are. This is just who you want people to think you are. Um, I th- or the camera just makes you. Yeah, you and it you just don't do that purpose yeah, spontaneously. Exactly. And I will say, like, when I'm on camera, I'm definitely more upbeat. But that's because I feel like if I'm gonna sit sit in front of the camera and I'm gonna just talk really low and who's gonna wanna watch that, you know? Um so I do feel like I'm I try I try my best to be one hundred percent me on camera, like share everything. Don't don't try and like make people think I'm better than I am or more special than I am, like because nobody is perfect, right? So but yeah, I I really I believe that, and I think. Are I, you a good CrossFitter? <laughs> I I think for the amount of time I've been doing it, I'm really proud with the the amount of. Do you have a sub ten minute Fran? Yes. Do you have a three hundred pound deadlift? Yes. Can you do thirty pull ups? In a row? Mm-hmm. No. How many can you do? The most I've ever done was I think it's like twenty something. How many have you done, Eric? At least thirty two. <laughs> yeah, the gymnastics for me is like. <laughs> It's like my rough, part, my rough. How's your overhead squat? Uh, the most I've done is, I think, like two twenty-five. Oh, so you got good position. Oh, it, w- w- under load, yeah. So, so, but, oh, you mean like PVC pipes over here? Two twenty-five goes back here. Oh, yeah, fuck. dude, that's. Oh, hey, like I said, it's not. I'm wow. not the best, but not well, not not with overhead squat, but like say it's like front rack stuff. Trying to get that front rack with the PVC is hard. But my overhead squat, luckily, it's funny, me and my brother, we have, like, certain things that we're both good at. Um, for me, my shoulder mobility, I have really good shoulder mobility. Everything else is pretty bad. Him, he has better mobility overall, but his shoulder mobility is really bad. If you want to feel bad about yourself, work out in the gym here. Have you worked out down here? Not yet. These guys? Just work out with Kara, and you'll feel awful about yourself. Oh, yeah. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> why, why did you start putting on the weight? How, did the, how old were you when it happened, and, and like, what? Was there something that happened? Like, wh- how, um, we had uh, Justin Garrett in here the other day. Mm-hmm. No, no, sorry, Garrett. Troy, Troy Peterson. Oh, Troy. Yeah, and he had some traumatic shit happen to him as a kid, and he just started using food as, yeah, a crutch. As a crutch. So, for me, I had I had a pretty strange childhood. Um, so I have like a lot of brothers and sisters, and my mom was. How many? Uh, I have six, but only only two of them are full, and then the rest are half. So me and me, and my brother and my sister, and my brother that I've been talking about, and then my younger sister, we grew up together. Like we were always together. And that's four. Yeah, that's th- three. Three, okay. Yeah, and so um, growing up, when I was really young, my mom was a drug addict. Uh, she, we were actually taken away from her, and we were put into foster care. Luckily, um, our uncle took us in, and because if he didn't, we would have been sent somewhere else. How like, old were you? Up. I was really young. I was like two or three. So you don't remember? Not much of it. Yeah, okay. I remember being at my uncle's house. Like I remember that. I think I would remember us the day that we got taken away, but it was I think it's one of those things that my mind's kind of just cut it out. Oh, try um, to remember. I really want to hear that. Yeah, I <laughs> My brother could could tell you a couple of the stories. Um but so that was 
pretty crazy again i don't remember much of that but so we were actually able to be put back with her because she was able to get clean she went to a, a christian rehabilitation center um and was able to get clean after a year which is really unheard of with like how deep she was into it which so, drug um it was made like speed and stuff like that and she was doing dealing like she actually what state uh, california she uh she worked with the hell's angels was like her her thing and this is all stuff that she's totally cool with. do you ride a motorcycle no i do not oh. i don't too scared. I don't. I don't trust. It's more. I don't trust other people. Totally. Um, I didn't start till I was either. old. It's it's a good thing to wait. Yeah. Wait, for, wait till you're like forty. Oh yeah. Until I'm not making yeah. stupid decisions. Right. Exactly. Oh, you're smart. Yeah. You're smart. <laughs> wait. So when you hit forty, you stop making stupid oh, decisions. Oh, way less. Uh, way okay. less. I need to see that in writing. Way <laughs> less. Um. So so we got put back with her, and then but again like we very low income, uh, Section Eight, uh, which is government housing. Did she make speed? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. I don't you, think have you was. ever done speed? No. <laughs> do you not do drugs because probably of that? Yeah, probably. I wouldn't. I mean, I, ha- I feel like I have my own reasons, but I'm sure a lot of it's rooted in that. Okay. Um, and then so we were put back with her. Sorry. So at two years old. Yeah. You, you your parents were already divorced. Was your dad a hell's angel? No, they were never together. Okay. Um, my dad's still in my life. Like they they're actually really good friends. So it's a weird family dynamic. Like I'm really close friends with my dad's wife basically wife and like we all hang out like whenever there's a holiday we're all together like the whole family um but pretty much when i was a kid they were never together like for a little bit they we all lived together but they had three kids together three kids together yeah and the other three siblings did they come after you or before you so uh my brother is older my sister is younger so i'm right in the middle but there was three more also yeah so are they but they're from your mother they're older yeah and one is from my father okay so your mom had five kids Mm -hmm. that's impressive six kids i think so there's, I guess I could just go down it. So there's Andy, who's the oldest on my dad's side. She's in her 40s, I think. Then there's Travis. There's Nick, who I've never met. He was uh, taken away right at birth because of the drugs. Um, then is, he, is he still on the planet? I think so. I think he's in Mexico now. Okay. I don't know. We like, tried to find him, and he pretty much said, I don't want to talk to any of you guys. And I was like, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. I don't, I don't really know you. Yeah, right. So, and then there's Marilyn, who's my older sister. There's PJ, Jean, me, Evelyn. I think that's everybody. Yeah, I, I would have thought there'd been a genie in there. <laughs> I was, I was yeah. On it. yeah. <laughs> um, so at the age of two, you're you're living at home with your mom mm-hmm. and your two siblings and my dad and your dad. Oh, he's living there. Yeah. So they they lived together up until I was probably like, I want to say six. So when they were taken away, when you were taken away from your mom, why didn't your dad just stay home with you? Why were you giving to your uncle? Your dad was dealing meth. Oh too. yeah, okay. the, I mean that, that's why family they were business. Together. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so then, but then we were, you know, we were put back with her and and my and my father. He lived. They lived together for a little bit. But again, like money, like we were all we were really low income. So I think that plays a part into. You know why I I don't want to say I never will blame my mom for me gaining, especially towards the end of how big I got. But we just for us food was like how can we get enough food for everybody with barely any money, and so like a lot of it was like hamburger helper and like really cheap stuff that you, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, ramen, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. like tomato soup, uh, stuff like that. Was so, your house peaceful? No, it was chaotic. It was it was crazy. Yeah, especially like. My my dad and my mom used to argue a lot. They were never super physical, but they would like it was it got it got pretty crazy. That's why they ended up like leaving, like moving away from each other, because like it was just getting to a point where they both weren't happy, we weren't happy, so we ended up like going with my mom again. 
my dad's still in my life. I love my dad to death. Um, but it was good that they, they like split up. It was like a good thing, I think. So you go with your uncle. Mm-hmm. Then your mom gets out of rehab. Yep. And then we go back with her. You go back with her. Mm-hmm. And then you stay with her for how many years? I lived with her up until I was about last year, actually. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, okay, so. so you have a great relationship with her. Oh, yeah. My, I love my mom. She and actually just started doing CrossFit. I saw that. You must oh, be so awesome. proud. I am, yeah. And she stopped smoking, too. That's awesome. Yeah, what did she? What did she smoke? Like Marlboros? Yeah. Not American Spirit. Mm-mm. Marlboro Lights. Yeah. Yeah. Meth and Marlboros. Yeah. <laughs> is that a- Coke and American <laughs> Spirit? No, I'm just making <laughs> that, that up. Is that a marriage? Marriage <laughs> is old as time. <laughs> Learn something new every day. Um. What, what's the name of the affiliate she goes to? CrossFit Darkside. She goes Go. to the gym that. I, oh yeah. shit. She goes there. <laughs> That's an awesome name for a yeah. gym, by the way. I love it. I love my gym. You said you don't blame your mom. Did you? Did you ever go through a blame phase? No. I think. Well, How come you didn't have to go through that? Everyone has to go through that where you blame your parents, blame your parents, and then finally you're like, oh, fuck, this is my life. I better get over that shit. I mean, I, gu- I guess I answered that a little too fast. Okay. But, like, I would say – I mean, it's, like, hard to think. Like, I, I don't think I ever, like, in my head – even when I was in high school, was like, this is my mom's fault. Because I knew, like, even though when I was heavy, like, I knew – first off, like, the amount of soda I drank every day, no matter how unhealthy you are, you know soda's bad for you. And I knew I was I was drinking. I didn't know that. Yeah, how much were you drinking? Today? Over a two liter a day. But John, Easy. I didn't I didn't know that. I, I mean, maybe I'm not as smart as you, but like like I wasn't allowed to drink soda as a kid. My mm-hmm. parents said it was bad. But the second I got away to college, I was fucking. No, I was I, I drank I drank probably like drank, drank two sodas a day up until yeah, like high I was school. A, I was yeah. a soda swiggling machine. Did you know it was bad? No, it was just something you you just drank. You knew. It. Yeah. You're saying you knew. I knew. Well, when I was older, like once I was in high school, I knew. Like I think. Especially because I think like well, you were an expert. Not, not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I drank At the a very lot. least, yeah. ahead of the curve. Yeah. So, but like, yeah, growing up, I guess it was just. It was funny. I was actually talking to someone about this yesterday. Like, it's crazy how that, especially when I was growing up, that was just the drink that you drank with dinner and stuff. Like, and it's just, it's crazy how many. Like, I was probably drinking fifteen hundred calories a day just in soda. Like, that was like just in soda. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing plastic cups at your dinner table, like the kind in college you used to drink. No, we had big, like we cup. had like random cups. Oh, so right. just anything like big, but but yeah, I guess plat, but not like solo oh, cups, but like cheap ones you plastic. still put in the washing machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. like the kind you take by the pool. Yeah, okay, okay. Like okay I see it. Yeah. I see it. But I would, I would go, go to with like, meth. Perfect. I would, I would go, <laughs> I would go to like Seven Eleven. Do can't you see it? And uh, <laughs> yes. and I would. Was get your the, silverware all mix and match too? Oh yeah, no, we never. Silverware, silverware. My house is mix and match. Yeah. <laughs> we never had like uh like it was just like get what you can you know what I mean like right you'd, yeah. a lot of a lot of the stuff that we would have would be like donated from other people so they'd have like a couple things here and there right and then you just kind of build your library of things yeah <laughs> it's like college yeah yeah it's yeah. a lot like college mm-hmm. but you wouldn't just walk around with the two liter and just take pulls off the two liter no that was that was still that's always that's still something that like is kind of taboo I think yeah but yeah. if you walk around with the double gope which is just as big it's totally normal yeah, so that's what I would do I, 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 I had a friend growing up JJ Justin Jones mm-hmm. he used to get a two liter of Diet Coke and we'd go to the movies and he would just chug the whole thing hey I was a I was total the two liter of Diet Coke guy mm-hmm. oh you were yep you kind of remind me of JJ. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was, and I was always the forty. I was always like the Mickey's forty, and and just I was always the forty. Well, that, oh, that's acceptable. Yeah. Okay, so um, your mom never relapsed. Mm-mm. You stayed at home. Yeah. You finished high school. Yes. How much were you? How much did you weigh when you finished high school? I would say I was probably like three hundred. And did you ever Maybe have a girl? Heavier. Did you ever have a girlfriend in no. high school? Not, but you wanted one, right? Oh yeah. Did you go to like to the prom or the ball or any of those? Things? I did. I went to the prom. I didn't want to. 
Um, but we had like a really close family friend. He was actually a guy that tried to help me lose weight so many times, and he was a, he was a police officer. I was just never into it really. Like I would try for two weeks and then just totally give up. But he he had a little bit more money. Again, we didn't have much money, so I wasn't going to go because mainly that. Um, like getting a tux and that was actually a terrible experience getting fitted for a tux like I went into the the place and the guy literally was like oh my gosh he <laughs> said that uh-huh. and he was like and because it was like I wasn't planning are you on, fucking kidding I'm, me no I'm not terrible. exaggerating so we walked in and it was only we only had like maybe I think prom was in maybe like a week because like I wasn't planning on going and then he my that the, our family friend basically forced me and I mean you know it was a good thing that he did but so we walked in, and the guy was like, "I don't. I'm not sure if we're gonna have anything. Like, we can try." Were you the fattest guy at your high school? Yeah, at the at the whole high school. Yeah. And what high school did you go to? El Cajon High. In El Cajon. Yep. Oh, and that okay. That that's um, inland from San Diego. Yeah. Oh, that's a great it's like place. Northeast San that's Diego, a great, right? And that's is that a whole meth problem there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the I like the way he says smile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's notorious. It is, right? it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's notorious. I feel like during the nineties, the whole Inland Empire, like when that, before yeah. that suburban sprawl, really hit. There what's, was a what's the mountain town up there that I always hear? Emmett, Temmet, Hemet, Hemet. That's the one I always hear. That's like that one's crazy. It just yeah. snows meth there. Yeah, that one's a little bit. I think more north than we are. Okay, north and east. Um, but yeah, so so he says he doesn't know. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, literally. So and that was it. Was just a yeah. So <laughs> look at that, like. Look at like all they did was just get like the biggest pair they could. They didn't even fit it at all. They just cut like the sleeves. So the sleeves were like huge floppy things and the pants are just like dragging on the ground and so he didn't even try. Um and so prom was So we, instead of feeling good in it, it, it it's like it a was, suit to embarrass you. This this button here popped mm-hmm. off like 3 minutes after we took that picture. Yeah. Uh, um, and so I, th- this whole video that, that you have up is me talking about the story. Um, but so I went with this girl that we had kind of talked a little bit. She really didn't want to go, but she went because, like, you know, I needed somebody to go with. And Was we, she in your grade? I think she was a year younger, but she didn't go to my school. Okay. We knew each other from church. Okay. And so she went with me and, like, you know, this isn't me trying to dog on her or anything like that because I'm sure she was probably – she's at this prom where she doesn't know anybody there. You know, it's my school, not hers. Um, but she was like – we never even danced the whole time. Like she just – she was going as a courtesy really. Um, so it just – it really wasn't the best time. I, I don't want to say that I regret it because I'm glad that I did it and I'm glad I went to my senior prom. Uh, but It was painful. It was painful, man. It was uh, – and then like I remember I had a couple girls that like messing with me like, oh, do you want to dance? And I was just like – no, I don't want to dance with you. Like, I'm okay. And that's I never nice. took off my jacket. It was so hot. It was at uh, the Hard Rock Hotel down in San Diego. It was uh-huh. so hot yeah, in there. Yeah. There's so many kids. But the the vest that I'm wearing is actually this thing where it's not a full vest. It's just the vest part, and then the back is, like, completely open because they couldn't find one that fit me. So I was, like, too nervous to take off my so jacket. So it's a facade vest. Yeah. And I was so I was literally just drenched mm. in sweat the whole time, but I was like, I'm not going to take off my jacket. Yeah. That's a little, little thing. I don't think I talked about that in the video, but, yeah, so – Uncovering new facts. Yeah. <laughs> did you go to your senior prom? I did, oh, and Eric? I and I hated I it, and I and I hated it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Did you go to yours? Yeah. Okay. Were you guys asked or did we had we had a, we had a we had a junior prom and a senior ball? Mm-hmm. Did you guys do that? And we didn't have a ball. We no. had it. We there was like junior. There was like dances that we would have. I never went. Like the prom was the only dance I ever went to the whole time I was in high school. Did you have friends? Yeah, I was actually like. This kind of sounds silly, but I would say I was kind of like – I was popular-ish because I was really good at um, playing up 
uh, I had a facade. I had a version of myself that I was in high school. It was called Cupcake. And uh, so my nickname in high school was Cupcake. So the, f the reason that that came up was it was – Which is another way of saying chubby. Yeah, exactly. Everyone acknowledging you're yeah. fat, and it's not so subtle. Yeah, it's not so subtle. So the, the, at first it was actually – Who um, named you that? It was these kids. I was in – so it was – was, we were talking a little bit earlier about how I was in um, a special ed program. I wish program. you wouldn't do that. I wish you wouldn't <laughs> talk earlier before the mic's on. So uh, we were in uh, a, this, this class, and it was like a special needs class. Not super like crazy special needs, but um, the the kids there, a lot of them were just kind of like they they were a little bit more mean than most of the other kids, um, and so they were giving people nicknames, and they gave me the nickname Cupcake. Trying those to are mean. the kids. Those are the kids who had abusive parents that did meth or did heroin, yeah. or their parents were in the Hell's Angels. Yeah, with me. <laughs> so, uh, but and, and instead of people being compassionate to, towards them. Everyone was scared of them and put yeah. them all in one classroom them and fucking like yeah. ostracized them. No, that's exactly what it was. Oh, it's exactly right? what it was. I mean, that's the way it was in my school. Those and kids were scary. Their hair was always a little more messed yeah. up than yours. Their clothes were like yeah. torn. And I, I and really, you didn't want to fight with them. And you go over to their house and they have mismatched silverware. And it smells and their carpets and their carpets and their carpet smells like urine and you're just like yeah. fuck. Yeah. So so they gave me the nickname Cupcake, trying to be mean. You but were, I, but I you liked weren't in it. that class. I was. Oh, no, okay. I was in that class. Okay. And I liked it, though. I was like, okay, I can roll with that. Like, I like that. I mm. like that name. I think it's funny. So I literally, like, my name in high school, it was crazy. Like, I had two different personas. So any attention like, was good attention. For me, yeah. Um, so I got really good at – so basically, I didn't get made fun of much because I, I was making fun of myself first. So I was really mm. good at making the joke about myself, which it's, like, good and bad. So it was good because I didn't have to deal with bullying. Like I didn't really get bullied much in high school, but it's because I was my own bully. So the good part about it, not getting bullied. The bad part about it, I started believing everything I was saying, and I literally pretty much hated myself. Like I, I had no self-worth. I had no – because I, I would make fun of myself all the time, you know? And so like I would go home and just like – like why? What am I even doing? You know. Um, so you know, throughout high school, I had that that persona, Cupcake. That was my nickname. Were you ever suicidal? No, no, not really. Um, I just, I, I was to a point where I was just like, it, it's crazy. So this is like a little bit later, but like I remember being 20 years old. It was when I was at my heaviest. Literally, just kind of being okay with dying before I'm 40, because with the amount of weight that I was gaining every year, the the amount of like mobility I was losing. I was like, okay, there's no – like I'm going to be that person that has to get airlifted out of their house kind of thing. And I was just like, all right, whatever. So obese people are fully aware of the massive amount of physical and health limitations that are just like – I don't like to speak for other people. Um, so I don't know for other people, but for me, I was very aware of it. At 20. At 20 years old. Okay, so anyone who's going to be like, of course they are, you dumb fuck. Like, this guy's not jumping on board, so keep those comments to yourself. Yeah, well, I, I, don't, I don't like because – I'm getting really defensive. I need to stop, need to stop <laughs> Somebody that. pick on Eric. I, yeah. No, I, <laughs> I get it. I'm the, I'm the same way. Like, you, I'll, I'll be making videos, and, like, I'm trying to, to uh, diffuse, <clears throat> dis diffuse, like, comments before I'm even getting them. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I, w I was aware of it. Like, you, I knew – your business is sort of to read the comments. Mine and Matt's business is kind of like to not read the comments, I think, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Kind of, I mean, because kind of my job to read you, the comments. You are, well, I see what you're saying, Matt. Um, but but, but you, you are interacting with your crowd. Yeah. And like, I have no need or desire to interact with my mm -hmm. crowd. Like, that's not what I'm doing here. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely different for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, I, but I do want to, but I'm like always tempted and I do dabble in the comments just to like, 
stroke myself. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, 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 and I understand the thing where like, um, any, any comment is a good comment. Cause yeah. even bad comments, I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, true. You it's, fucking asshole, yeah. I can't believe you asked that. I'm like, wow, I can't believe I really got to rise this. Yeah, like, exactly. That's not my tension at all. Mm-hmm. No, we, we had, um, we had Justin Garrett on, uh, Justin Garrett on here, lost 200 pounds. And, um, uh, we, we've started putting sub clips up. Mm-hmm. So just like 10 minute sub clips. And there's a section in there where it's like really, it, it, it's really out of context, but it's me just like asking question after question about his skin. Mm-hmm. And man, half the people are just like, you fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. I think that that comes from people thinking it's like a taboo subject and like thinking that there's, I don't know, like for me, again, we, we kind of. You nailed about, it earlier. Yeah. You nailed it earlier. Do you remember what you said? Not exactly. In the beginning? I've, I talk a lot. Something about <laughs> it's okay. It's. It's almost better to talk about it with someone who's comfortable to talk about it because then it's fucking the white elephants out of the room. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was I was a nanny as a young kid. I was twenty three years old and it was for t- two boys from Hong Kong. I love those kids and for two years like I just picked them up from school, took them to their Basically house, and their just father raged yeah. with them. Uh, no, I was like their fucking naughty uncle. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, like I just did I did shit. I'm sure the mom wouldn't be appreciate like just like throwing. <laughs> we would just throw rocks and shit and like we were just always wrestling. I was always made him cry like by yeah. throwing pillows at him. Like I'm sorry. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, their mom came down with cancer, and she came home and told me one day. And I had a fucking million questions for her. And afterwards, she cried. And she goes, thanks for talking to me. And at that moment, something clicked for me. Like, oh, shit. Mm. Someone doesn't want to. Someone, it, the truth set her free. Yeah. You know? And, and I kind of, like, heard you saying that. Like, Yeah, I really. But you've. Sorry to interrupt. But you do a good job of just coming out the, out, out the gates. You know, I'm going to be transparent about everything. Yeah. I think that makes it much easier for other people to, you know, ask questions and accept. Mm-hmm. And you just did it without thinking, right? That's what you were saying. You had a five-hour window, and you fucking just yeah, like, all just, right, I'm going for it. Yeah, exactly. Jumped in the deep end. Like, the, like I said, like, the especially after doing what I've been doing for a while, I've just, I think I said this earlier, like, I've realized being transparent and being open is going to help more people, period. So, like, that's that's what I want to do. I want to help as many people as I can. So, if me being open about my loose skin and not, like, I, I don't. Any question you have, I, I really have no issue answering because it's just skin. Okay, then let's get down to let's brass Let's do it. Tacks. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do this shit. You've had two girlfriends now. Yeah. You have an old girlfriend still on your social media, mm-hmm. and you have a new girl on your social media. Yeah. I just didn't want to go through and delete all the pictures. This is too much work. Was it, it was the so it was the thought to do that? Like, what are the rules with that? I don't, like, like, well, they didn't have social media when right? I was a kid. Like, I don't but know. Now you've grown up with this shit. Yeah, and I posted a lot. Like a lot of pictures with with my ex, and I was just like, yeah, you were in, you're in love with it. her. Yeah, yeah, a lot of pictures. I thought it was. Um, and love weird, right? It, I don't. Yeah, cool. it's weird. Was she your mom, the first one? No. No. How about this new one? No. Okay, we'll talk again in ten years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so, I yeah, I kind of thought about it, but I was like, I don't want to spend a bunch of time like deleting everything, so. I just kind of left them up there. You you have a vlog where you post um, – uh, so, so there, I, I'm going through them and there's like one that's 30,000 views, 30,000 views, 30,000 views, 4.6 million yeah, views. And I'm like, what the works. fuck? And yeah. so I click on that mm-hmm. one. And then and then all of a sudden there's this one that has 225,000 views. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what's this? And it's meet my girlfriend. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, and that actually, like, I'm like, wow, I'm a TMZ shallow motherfucker. Although I don't go to TMZ. Yeah. I clicked on that one right away. Yep. I'm like, yeah, I'd like to meet his girlfriend. It's interesting. <laughs> like, it's it's crazy to me. I don't I don't want to say I'm upset by it because I get it. But I can make videos that are like It's about- the most uncomfortable video, by the way, I've seen of yours. 
Yeah. Not not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. I'm sure people say it about this podcast all yeah. the time. But like I was, uh, she's so shy and you're so comfortable. There. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's so for me, it was like, I just, I want to get, her name's Amanda. I wanted to get her on the channel because like I, we had been dating for a little bit and it was like, whenever we'd hang out, I'd be like, okay, I don't want to film or like, and I was like, I'm done trying to like move around this. She goes to my gym too. So I was like, let's just introduce you. I was like, I know it's going to be awkward, but let's just get it done. So if we ever say, you want to make a video together or you're going to be in a video, I don't have to like do this whole thing. So, but yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty. How long have you been with her before you introduce her? Uh, about a month. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not very long. Don't you think, was she pressuring you to introduce her? Like, yo, you don't, no. you don't like me unless you introduce me. No, not at all. And if, if that happened, I'd be like this, that this isn't going to work. Like, cause like, I'm not trying to be in a relationship with you so I can one bo- boost my career. Cause like on YouTube, I've been on YouTube for a long time and you see YouTubers, they post their videos get a certain amount of, like you just said it, get a certain amount of views, girlfriend, tons of views. So I've had her in a couple videos and that's about like, I'm not trying to use her to get views on my channel, but at the same time, I don't want to have to not be myself on my channel. So I'm going to share who she is and that's it. Like that's about as much thought as I had into it. You know, what, what workout can she beat you in? Uh, not many, luckily. <laughs> can she beat you in Cindy? No. Um, she, one workout she beat me in was, it was like running and rope climbs. And I was just like, rope climbs, like some days are pretty good and then some days are bad and it was just a bad day for me. Oh, and it was sit-ups. For some reason, regular sit-ups, I am so bad at, so bad at them. Do you love it when she beats you? No. No? Oh. I don't like getting beat. (laughs) This guy does. Why ask it? I'm so (laughs) proud every time my wife beats me. I'm so so proud of her. I was proud of her, but I don't like when anybody beats me. Like, I want to be... As like that might make me sound terrible. Like no. I want to, I want to do well, you know. So yeah, me too. I I come home. And Billy's like, "What was your time?" And I'm like, "Oh, this." And she's like, Did "You beat Lucas?" No. Well, you're outside. For <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the one of the first times I worked out with Matt, um, we we're getting ready to start, and his wife cruises through the gym, and he's like, "Oh, you want to jump in, girl?" And she's like, "Yeah," and she jumps in. Is this that's accurate, right? Yeah, 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 and. I forget what the weight, what what the workout was, but she, she put 165 on the bar, and I didn't have 165 on the bar or something. Mm-hmm. She had like 10 or 15 pounds more than me, and she fucking smoked no, me. Oh yeah, <laughs> I did not like that. It no. was pretty good with the barbell, in her but head. it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. I mean, I'm pretty used. Like, like, like there's holy shit, there's just some, some random that, chick who doesn't yeah. want to walk yeah. through the gym. Yeah. <laughs> there's a girl at my gym. Her name's Marley, uh-huh. and she the same thing. She doesn't have to warm. Like I have to get there. Very sexist, ever. I know. Sorry, sorry, anyone's listening. <laughs> no, but she, I'm like so used to her just beating me all the time that i'm just like whatever like i could it's just you know there are certain like me and my brother like we go back and forth so um mm. wait till you wait till you're like you know what i well i've done this ever since i've been i started crossfit i go to the leaderboard and i find the women's division like the 55 <laughs> year old women's division and i'll do those workouts to try to beat those ladies like, oh, I gotta, i'm gonna stick it to someone in the top 10 you know what it's i gotta be yeah, somebody like, out there fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I have, a, I have a friend, Gabby Morganman, and I, she, I forget what division she's in, but she fucking can beat me in all sorts of shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, God damn it. She's tiny. She's 100 fucking pounds. Yeah. I think that's cool, though, man. Like, it's that's so cool. That's one of the coolest things I think that CrossFit has shown me, but I, I'm sure it's shown other women, is like, women are freaking awesome, man. You know? And they are strong and like... Pain threshold, baby, too. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that discomfort yeah. zone. So... <clears throat> 
you are those the only two girlfriends you've had? Yeah, and they're, and they're both public relationships. Yeah, uh, and um, is that we um, is that weird? The first time someone puts their hand on your body? No, no. Um, first off, because of my social media, they already know it's there, and I'll t- I talk to them. Like it's like one of the not one of the first conversations I had with Amanda, but like pretty like like early in the relationship, I was hey. I have loose skin. Of course, she already knew. She followed me. That's about it. Like, it's yeah. How how is it meeting women being you know checked like a, a social figure? It's it's different. And like I remember, so I was let's let's be real. So I was on like a Bumble and Tinder right for a yeah. while um, after my first relationship, and it was I like honestly like was like I hope they don't find out because like I never want to use. Do you that use as, your real name on those? Yeah. So people like, can see that. Yeah, I guess if they wanted to find me. But like, I'm not gonna lie. And be, no, no, no. I feel like that'd be kind of no. weird. Right? I, mean, yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't actually ever seen those apps. You haven't? No. Yeah, 46. So I don't know. But you, you are. They're a little after my time too. There's, there's. But you do use your real name. Yeah, and use there's your, your real own name, picture, Eric. Use your own pictures. Yeah. Okay. I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so, but like, I never want to use. It was always weird. Like, I never want to use my social media as a way to get girls or a way for girls to think. Because like, for me, I'm like, it's just my job, really. Like. It would be like, I don't know, if you used, say you were on Bumble and you're like, I work at CrossFit HQ trying to use that as a way to, it just feels weird. I feel like it would feel weird. No man or woman has ever tried to fuck me because of my position. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, it's like for me, it's like I would never, I want, if if someone likes me, I want them to like me. But you're cute. You're cute too. I mean, you look like you could be a. You have fantastic uh, hair. You look like you (laughs) could be You look like you could be in a boy band. That's that's what I was going for. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're just a buff boy band guy. Yeah, and you're nice. You know what I mean? Like, like you don't look like you have any venereal diseases or no. Like, I do you know not. what I mean? Like, you got a really luckily. good nose. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> wow, this is a great podcast. Just, keep it coming, guys. Keep going. We're gonna we're gonna go back to that to that that question that Matt asked. It's a great question, but I want before you you posted on your Instagram. Um, there's a picture of you fat, and there's a picture of you, and if like if you didn't love me now, why would you <laughs> oh love my me gosh, now? Yeah. And like, I'm not. I know what you're going for, mm-hmm. but like, when I I I I had, I had, I had this girlfriend in college, mm-hmm. right? And I really liked her, and and I had a bunch of girlfriends in college, and I had a bunch of girls of friends at the same time in college. And one of my girlfriends, <laughs> and this one girl that I really liked the the most, mm-hmm. she was in the meth. Okay, and that's what made it so like I could never. You can never, yeah. I I, I just didn't want to um. She was damaged. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I it wasn't like it wasn't like she was missing a leg or something. Like like I, I don't care if you're missing a leg. Like mm-hmm. I, you know. But she was damaged in another way. I, I saw it as a mental flaw, mm-hmm. uh, and I found it unattractive. So when it's not only that someone might see you as obese, mm-hmm. as um, not being attractive. Yeah. But also as like, man, this guy's got fucking issues. Yeah. So don't you think it's okay for me to like you like this boy yeah. band as opposed the, to Chris Farley? So this video that's on the screen is me. Mm-hmm. Literally talking about what you're talking about. So the this is a meme that was going around. So that's why I made this. Yeah. Oh, it okay. wasn't. I don't believe what, that. Welcome, okay. to 20, even, welcome to 2018. Like I don't believe that even slightly. <laughs> What's a meme? It was just. It was funny because people were using like maybe pictures of them when they were a baby, and then and then people are were, those both you? Yes. God, that look this is sh- actually I watched that vlog yesterday. Yeah. With Richie. So the whole thing is me like I this video is me explaining how I actually believe the complete opposite. Like I have no issues oh, okay. with anybody if like I I said in the video. Say if I was single right now and I there was a girl that I knew that I thought was very attractive in high school that did not talk to me at all. 
and didn't didn't think I was attractive in high school, but now all of a sudden she wants to talk to me, I would not be like, no. Nah. I would be like, okay, cool. Like, because I am a completely different person. Like you were saying, like, I was damaged. There was issues that I had when I was obese that I have been able to work through that I feel like I'm a much better person now. Not saying I'm a better person because I lost weight, but because of the things that I've gone through mentally to lose the weight. Did you do any traditional working through those things? Like, 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 um, speak to a pastor, go to a psychologist, um, do ecstasy. I mean, like, <laughs> no, none of those. None of those no. three. Um, so, like that that whole thing is me talk, talking about how I don't actually believe it. But a lot of people got really upset, so that's why I had to make the video. Um, but yeah, I don't. I and like I've I've said in videos, and this is something that I always catch a lot of flack for saying this. But I mean, I'm just being honest. Is like, I first off, when I was obese, I was I was never attracted to obese women. So that's like a part of the reason why I never had a girlfriend was because it just like. It wasn't. I wasn't attracted to that. Is that your mating pool when you're obese? Pretty, yeah, pretty much. For for me, it was like I I was like the guy that was always in the friend zone with any girl that I felt like was attractive, and I'm sure part of that was my fault too, putting myself there before I could get hurt, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I I always say like. The reason, and it's not just because someone is heavy that I wouldn't date them. It's because I know how I thought, when I, especially when I was morbidly obese. And I knew, and the things that I enjoy now, I enjoy going to the gym. Like, I work out a lot. And, like, fitness is literally my life. So I know, and again, like obviously it can be your life while you're losing weight. And, like, you can have those things in common with me. But I know that if you're morbidly obese, there's obviously some things that you're dealing with that, for me, I'm, I'm like... It's such a we have such different lives. You're so fucking real. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> I was just, I was just imagining like I don't know Jillian Michaels, but I was just like imagining like the stuff I've seen of her mm-hmm. and like you. I I wonder what she thinks of someone like you who's taking her route. I mean, she's making a living off of her weight loss, right? Yeah. But man, it's great. You're it's just nuts. Yeah, and it's. It's one of those things that, like I said earlier, every time I talk about this, I get a lot of people that get upset with me, like a lot of women and like a lot of guys. But I, I'm not gonna sit here and lie, like and say like, oh yeah, I would totally date someone. It doesn't. Ma- it doesn't like, make you shallow either. I don't think it does. Um, I think no. the reason why is because when you say it, it sounds like we're compartmentalizing it. Like we're saying, hey, because you have that mole on your back, yeah, I'm not going to date the thing. you. It's not because there are the a lot of people like that. Yeah. I remember being in high school and guys being like, hey, I only like black girls or mm-hmm. I only like blonde girls. And I'd be like, are you fucking kidding yeah, me? That's, I'm fucking, that's silly. I am like equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. I want like – I know what I don't like. Yeah, exactly. You know what right? I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't want anyone complaining or bitching at me mm-hmm. or telling me like what I can and can't do. Or and then other than that, like, and yeah. then and then you don't want so. And then like for me, I don't want an addict. Yeah, of, yeah, of course. And like for me, I said it in this video is like if somebody's like twenty pounds overweight or something like that, like that doesn't bother me. It's not like I have an issue. With, like, you have to have a perfect body. It's not that. It's the no. mental aspect of it more. Although Amanda does have a nice body. You got, yeah, you got her in that tube dress. And yeah, that. she's very pretty, yeah. And you got you can swipe through and see different angles. Yep, different. And, that was all her idea. That, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. <laughs> Are you going to have kids? I, uh, I have no idea. Not like it's funny. I put a, a meme on my uh, story a few days ago. Like when people are like, "I don't get how people have children at my age. I am still children." Like I just feel <laughs> like I am not ready at all. Um, but at the same time, like I think I could handle it if it happened. But I have no plans. Right? Do you use protection? Yeah. What do you use? Condoms. Oh wow! Yeah. Impressive. You're talking to the condom master yeah. over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Self-proclaimed. <laughs> when did 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 your obesity do anything to your genitalia? No. It's all fine. Yeah, it's all fine. Like even with loose skin, like um, there's no issues there. At like all. nothing happens. You don't put on 400 pounds and your dick gets broken. No, 
Okay. Uh, well, I don't want to speak for anybody else. I'm fine. <laughs> You're going back to going back to what Matt says about being um, a public figure and having relationships. Is are you propositioned a lot? Like with women? Yeah. Yeah. Are the people like wanting to meet you and date you and hang out with you or? Yeah, and it sometimes it it kind of. I don't want to say it upsets me, but when like girls will like show up in my DMs that you you've seen my social media, your first thing you were able to probably figure out is like, oh, he's in a relationship. That kind of upsets me when I get like DMs from girls that are like hard eyes, oh my gosh, you're so hot kind of things, and I'm like, how rude is that? Like that just seems kind of wrong to me. Like they're um, tempting you to to yeah to yeah, and so I I I you're was not, you're not flattered by that, not really. It oh. seems r- more rude than anything. But you're not tempted, are you? No, because like I. I mean, I, I I made a choice, right? Like, I made a choice to be in a relationship. So, like, why would I be in a relationship if I didn't want to be in a relationship? You know, I'm not – I have no, like – like, first off, it's not like we've been together forever. So, it's not like if we ended things, it would be like – I mean, it would it would suck for sure. But it's not like we've built this huge life together. So, if I wanted to you end the relationship – You don't have kids, a house. Yeah, and, exactly. And a time, so, time sh- yeah, so, if I wanted to end the relationship, I would end the relationship. So, I don't want to end the relationship. So, it, it, it just seems kind of wrong. And, like – um, so it, it does bother me. Um, but again, it's, it is what it is. It's, it's only going to be part of the job is that hot chicks DM. You. Yeah. And I mean, it's only going to go as far as I let it. Right. This is the first silly so. thing you've said. It's <laughs> the first time I'm judging you. Since you've been on the show. Um, I would like to take a break for our commercials. Okay. And, um, we don't do commercials. Health <laughs> point. And uh, we'll be right back. Go take a few minute break. Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. That was a good job uh, describing what a, that that meme to Savan. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like Zuckerberg in front of the Senate committee yesterday. I have to use the bathroom. Do you need to use the bathroom? I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> As Matt would say. Dude, I, I feel like I'm like I'm behind because you like you're crammed a, three hours of vlogging last night and there's a lot of stuff. There's you a, are, oh, dude, it's crazy. You well, need I, a you need a wiki page. Yeah, right. I, I, I was thinking there should be a wiki page on you. Yeah. Scroll down a little bit here, please. May I? May, may I please? <clears throat> you play the drums. Why do you have tattoos? Do you read the comments? No one should be treated inhuman. Fat acceptance. Four hundred seventy-eight thousand YouTube subscribers. I'm going through my notes. Like, yeah. like we don't, we don't have forever. We got to have you back for some of this other stuff. Um, what do I want to ask you about? There's two things I want to ask you about. Um, Thanks. He just hated doing that, didn't you? Oh, God. I want to know what it's like to work at Starbucks. There's so much shit. Talk mm. about your mom's first squat, bodybuilding. That's right. Are you ever going to do steroids? No. Never? No. You're I just, mean, you're never going to, you're not going to have a Budweiser. You're not going to do steroids. You're not going to do meth. I'm, I, yeah, I guess not. But maybe some skin surgery. You're not ruling that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows, right? With steroids and stuff, like, I, I, like, I, I, like, if you got poison oak, you do it. If that's something that heals it, then yeah, I well, guess. Steroids, like, it's kind of a wide spectrum. Yeah, I mean, there's steroids that people get like in their knee if they have a knee issue. But I, I mean, guess. you're never gonna do drugs to like make your body. No, like PEDs or anything like that. No. I don't um, know. Why you, I don't know why you would. I yeah, I don't see. For me, it's like I've I know he's a, for, he's a fitness freak. Yeah. I have friends and, and that have like said. that's one of said, the things that's on the road yeah. so, on the roadside that you stop up and pick up, right? I have I have friends that like in bodybuilding. They're like, once I hit, uh, I think they said like thirty five, forty, when your testosterone kind of starts to drop or whatever. They're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna start right there. Like I have no issues. For me, I'm like, the the main reason I started losing weight and did all this was for my health. 
And that's like what I always want to be the forefront of everything. Like, how about that big old forehead of yours? You sure you haven't done any steroids? <laughs> I'm positive. I and promise. You got that little wrinkle. In yeah, it I know the the yeah. He, I have the bad. It's uh, like he, right he, in the middle. He looks like um, he looks like Rob Orlando's little brother. <laughs> Do you know who Rob Orlando is? No, I don't. What? I don't think I've seen his little brother. He, I don't know if he has one, but he oh. could be oh. Rob Orlando's little brother. Can you show him Rob Orlando? Work on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see some similarities. Yeah. Some I similarities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get a lot of uh, people say I look like Canelo Alvarez. And then Canelo. a lot of people mm. say that I remind them of the new Spider-Man. Not like we look kind of similar, they say, mm. but they say more our personalities, like his personality in the movie. Oh, interesting. Reminds them of Canelo. Like if you dyed your hair red? Yeah. Would you be him for Halloween? That could work, yeah. That'd be kind of. He's kinda pretty cool. Speaking of steroids, there's Rob Orlando. I kind of see it, yeah. Oh, Especially yeah. with the the forehead wrinkle. And you guys probably use the same hair product. <laughs> yeah. Rob Orlando hair. has been doing CrossFit for ten Whoa. years. Uh, I'm fine with being. I, saying yeah. I look like him. That guy's oh, Jack. Yeah, he's amazing. Oh wow, yeah, I do see it. One of my, my favorite Rob Orlando moments was at uh, Big Sky, when it was like a max clean and jerk or something, and he would just like squat clean and thrust it, so he'd cluster it. Right. Burger, it was like just jerk it, man. He's like. It's easier this way. <laughs> he just he just pulled five eight. He just deadlifted five eighty five, and his and I think his personal best was uh six hundred, and he weighed a hundred pounds more when he did six hundred. I was just reading. Oh, did Dang. did you, was I think there was a repost of that. I yeah. just read that. Today, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's amazing. Okay, yes. Yeah, that's Rob about. Orlando. Did you repost that? I think so. Nice. Yeah. Work. It was funny. Nice I was work, just Matthew. But yeah. So with. With steroids, like I said, like health has always been on the forefront. Like obviously, like I'm I'm pushing it as far as like trying to improve my fitness and stuff. And um, but there's I I know how much potential I have still. So I just don't see a real reason for it. You said some dumb things in here. That was my first stupid question. I chalked that <laughs> up as asking about steroids. Um, <laughs> it was a dumb question. The guy doesn't drink alcohol. Was he going to put steroids in his body? <laughs> you always sorry, have my back, sorry. Matt. Yeah, you just, always have hey, my back. That's hey, awesome. Hey, mo- moving forward. Rock bottom. Is that is that what it takes? Like, Tell me about the moment that you turn around. Is there an actual day where it's like, okay, I'm tired of being fat. Yeah. This is bullshit. So there's kind of a story that I, that I want to tell before because it okay. all adds into it. Please. So. Um, this is, so I was 20 years old and I was invited to my best friend's brother's wedding in Utah. I live in San Diego. We drove up 13 hour drive before even going to the wedding. I had to find clothes. That was obviously a nightmare. So how much were you weighing at this time at the, this is when I was at my heaviest. So 360, that's what I say. I don't honestly, I think I might've been a little bit heavier, but how did you weigh yourself? So I actually didn't, I didn't weigh myself. The, The first weight that I ever saw was 330. That was after I had lost some weight just dieting, and then I started going to the gym, and then I saw 3.30, and I had, like, in my head, I was like, I've probably lost 30 pounds, but again, I think I was heavier, but mm-hmm. I've always said 3.60, so that's just, so that's 3.60, uh, size 5XL shirt, 56-inch waist, um, so trying to find clothes for that was a, it was a nightmare. <coughs> like, luckily, I was with my best friend, so he was very patient with me, and, like, we, we, he's, he's been my best friend since I was 8 years old, so. He he knew the struggle that I kind of went through. He was he's never been overweight, but um, so he was willing to go to. A, we went to so many different stores, and and then we finally found some clothes, and I was really excited about them. I thought they looked great. I was like super stoked about them. It's actually um, it's the picture that I have as my background on my phone is the the clothes that I'm wearing. It's like it's a picture I use a lot. It's a before picture, um, and so I was really stoked about it. So we got the clothes finally. We did the drive. And I remember I we got finally got there. The whole town was drinking soda, eating candy, like not drinking any water. What kind of candy? 
uh, like sour gummy worms, stuff like that, oh. and then like chips. Mm. I was I, I'm more of like a chip salty guy than I have ever been. Really, mainly candy. Salty, Pring- salty and sweet instead yeah. of rich and savory. Yeah. yeah, Pringles. Pringles, yes. Do you have a favorite flavor, Pringles? Uh, the pizza ones are good. Oh, oh, what? I didn't know they existed. Oh, they I was do. gonna say sour cream and onions. Why those are good. Those yeah. are those are safe for sure. The pizza ones are good. Um, so we when get to... you would see a little small can of Pringles, would you just laugh at it and be like, "What the? Fuck? Yeah, that's like, <laughs> what is that? Yeah, I ate I ate sleeves like that's I, like sleeves sleeves like salt. The thing about saltines, like Popping I would eat the whole thing, like the whole sleeve. Yeah, even saltines and like they were so dry, but I just I, I like salty stuff. How about Ritz crackers? Did yeah, you see the whole sleeve? Yeah, and would you put it in one at a time? No, three. Holy shit. Yeah. I was a one at a timer as a mm-hmm. little kid watching Scooby Doo. You put three in at a time. Yeah, I mean, well, like for reference, so my when I was at my heaviest, my like my McDonald's order was two McDoubles, two McChickens, a large fry, and a large drink. That was like And it just still comes off your tongue. Yeah. What was the drink? Uh like Pepsi I I drank also different sodas. Like I could care. I I like bottomless. Yeah. Anything. So I heard someone say, sorry. No worries. (laughs) To start complaining that I'm interrupting people. I heard someone say that to be 400 pounds, you have to eat with both hands. Uh, (laughs) I could, yeah, I could see that. You, you have to, you have to eat a lot of food. Um, Do you know him, Gary Roberts? I do not. It's our boy. I'll meet him after. Yeah, you got to meet him after. He's amazing. Um, But yeah, like if you, if you're morbidly obese. You are eating a lot, and a lot of people are drinking a lot of calories. And that's like that's one of my first things I tell people: mm-hmm. stop drinking calories. And they're like, I don't drink soda. And I'm like, okay, not everybody does, but I'm like, how much juice do you drink? Like, you are drinking calories because to sustain that mass. No, those three frappuccinos I have with, the, when I told the guy to put the extra. Yeah, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. I remember when I worked at Starbucks, and I would see people get like at four in the morning getting like a large frappuccino with extra caramel i would just be like oh my gosh starbucks is the perfect place to watch people order and don't listen and then guess their order based on their weight and you can guess it every Mm -hmm. fucking time yeah everyone yeah so but like liquid calories are a huge thing um but yeah so so you're driving to the wedding yeah you got your killer pimp clothes on yeah and you're stuffing your face with gummy worms and soda so i wasn't wearing the clothes yet okay uh, because it was like a few days but but we finally end up getting to Utah, and I remember I went to get out of the car, and I was, like, super dizzy, and I literally, like, fell back into the car. And that was – again, like I kind of talked about it earlier. I was very cognizant of my mortality at this time, 20 years old. Really, I was terrified to be alone because I was like, if I have a heart attack, what's going to happen? At 20 years old, I used to think like that, like, really. And so I, that scared me really bad. But again, I was way too afraid to go to any doctor, so I was just like, "Oh, I'll be all right." Yeah. And like the people saw me, like they're like, "Are you all right? Like, is everything?" Because it, it wasn't like super crazy. I just kind of like 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 leaned back in and like, "Are you all right?" I was like, "Oh yeah." Like I haven't been drinking any water. The elevation here is different. Um, I just need some like I think I was like Advil or something like that because I had a headache and I'll, I'll be all right. But I was like scared the whole trip, and um, so like that was scary. Uh, and then fast forward to the actual wedding. I had I had a pretty good time, you know. I was again very aware of my weight and like even the shirt that I bought, if I sat down, it popped open like it was just really annoying. Um but then we we end up getting back and then say like a, a couple days pass by and then the the pictures come out. Mm-hmm. And I remember I saw the pictures and again like I was so stoked about the outfit that I had cuz like even when I was heavier I liked like dressing nice like I I tried to. You know, I've always kind of I still enjoy clothes. I mean, I pretty much wear workout clothes 99% of the time now, but um, um, it was it was definitely something I was really excited about was my outfit 
And because I wasn't excited about clothes a lot because it was just too hard to find them. Um, so I was really excited to see the pictures. I saw them, like everyone says, right, when they're talking about their, their fat pictures, I was like, I don't want to see those again. It was terrible. I, I thought, I was like, that's what it looked like. I was honestly embarrassed because I was like, I, I, I had, like, because when you're, when I was my heaviest, I literally don't, I never, first off, I never took pictures. And second off, I never looked at my full body, ever, ever. Like when I looked, you didn't have a full length mirror in your house no. or room or no, no full length mirror. And I literally on went, purpose oh. strategy. Yeah. I mean, not probably not on purpose, but I never wanted to get one. There was no reason okay. for me, you know? Um, so I literally would only look like if I say, if I showered, I would only look at my face. I wouldn't even look at like my chest or anything like that. Yeah. That's the, that's the outfit right there. Yeah. Um, it is a pretty good outfit. It's a yeah, cool outfit. I liked it. It's yeah. like if you're going and you have a really good face too. Yeah. If you're going on <laughs> safari. Yeah. It's uh. That's, I still have the, the clothes in my closet. Um, so obviously that was terrible, but that's actually By not – By the way, the shirt you have on underneath, that black on black is – I like that look. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like black writing on black shirts. It's cool. Okay, yeah. sorry. Go on. Uh, so you see the pictures. So you, so, you, so you have the little – you're going to a wedding. Yeah. You have a little borderline fainting episode. Yeah. Already creeping into your psyche is the fact that like, holy fuck, I'm 20, but I'm kind of afraid of – I might have a heart attack. Yeah. I feel so fat. Yeah. And – and then all of a sudden you see pictures after the wedding. Yeah. How long after the wedding? It was a few days. Okay. But then the, the reason I tell that story is because that was all stuff that was happening, but that wasn't the moment. But I think it, I really believe that all that stuff was a, a catalyst kind of. Because then fast Seeds forward, have been planted yeah, for, and fertilized. Yeah, yes. And watered. Exactly. Like it was I was I was ripe for the picking, you know. Oh, look at him getting on top of my yeah. metaphor. Yeah, that, was, that was seamless, guys. <laughs> it's like we planned it. <laughs> um, and then so fast forward, I think it was maybe a few weeks. Um, my click moment was actually I was watching Miami Inc. I had been binge watching it on Netflix, mm. which if you're not familiar, Miami Inc. is a it's a documentary style show where they, they're in a tattoo parlor and they just talk about tattoos um, and a guy had gone on there I had been watching it for a few weeks a guy went on that had lost a lot of weight so he was getting a tattoo to commemorate his weight loss and it was like all of those things kind of got me to the right point in my life and I honestly don't even exactly remember what he said but it was it was like along the lines of I did this to myself I, the choices I made got me to where I am, so I just need to make different choices to get me somewhere else. And it just how powerful was that moment? Was it powerful? It, yes, it was really powerful. Like, and it, I call it my click moment. And it's the thing that like I really believe for a lot of people, if you want to lose weight and keep it off, you need something like that. And like for me, that's what it was. And I I wish I wish I could give that to people, but I can't. No matter how much how hard I try. Unless you're willing to, to change yourself, I can only give you the information. But until you're ready to do it yourself, there's no, I can't push you to Where make, make were you, you when it. that happened? I was in my room. I door closed? My, yeah, door closed. I was in my room. Just I, I was eating a double entree plate of orange chicken and, and chow mein from Panda Express, the large soda. I finished it. <laughs> um, so that happened. I remember I was like, all right. Tomorrow – and I, I literally – I was still eating it. And you're, I was like – And you're watching a flat screen that's hanging on your wall? It was on. It was just chilling on it. I didn't. Stand. I didn't have the wall. Yeah. Okay. Um. And I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do this. And so I finished the food, and I was like, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow, and I'm gonna start this journey. Like I'm gonna do it. And it was like every other time I would try and lose weight, it was always someone else kind of trying to help me or like trying to push me. Which it was always out of love, but it was I was never fully like this is for me. And that that time it was like this is for me. I all of those things like I was really. Believing that I was going to die before I was 40, genuinely believe that. 
all of these things. And I was like, I, why? And you, you start to believe that this is just who I am. This is just the life that I have. There's nothing I can do about it. And then I decided, no, man, like I can do something about this. And so I remember I woke up the next day and I honestly like that feeling of it was like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. And like I was like I felt so happy because I was like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> so I went and I for a like sec- you had a reason to live. Yeah. Like I had, I was, so at this time, again, I was working at the Van Shoe store. Like this is after I had like decided college, I, it wasn't going to work for me. Like I didn't know what I was going to do. This is pre-Starbucks. Pre-Starbucks, yeah. My Vans was my first job ever. And I was, I was like, what am I going to do? Like I didn't know what I was going to do with the rest of my life. I was like, God bless my mom. I love her to death. But I was like, I'm probably going to be like my mom working at Walmart, you know? And, uh. There's nothing wrong with that, but like I, I wanted more, you know, and and I was like, I'm 20 years old and I've already like that's my life, that's what I'm gonna do. Like I was like, nah, man. Like so, then I I remember I woke up the next day. What percentage of Walmart workers are ex math addicts? I have no idea. It's got to be regional. That's probably that's probably. A good We're not getting a sponsorship yeah. from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> so I wake up the next day and I remember I went to I went and got my haircut. <laughs> it was like I was like I want to be a different person, you know. I got my haircut and then I went to Vaughn's, which is a, just a grocery store. I actually ended up working there. Um, and I got I bought sandwiches because I was like, well, this is better than fast food. Better than and, orange chicken, yeah. Yeah, I bought sandwiches and I bought a big thing of water. And so so really, you had no you're winging it. Yeah. And that's that's the thing I tell people. Like when, especially when you're morbidly obese, you can make small changes and you can see big results. Like I, I did what I call the common sense diet when I started. I had no knowledge of nutrition, but I knew soda is not a good idea to be drinking. I eat way too much fast food and I snack all the time, so I need to cut those things out. So that's what I did. I was like, no more soda, and that was something that I, I, soda was always the first thing I would cut out if I was like, okay, I need to, like I, I tried to lose weight a million times. Soda was always the first thing because I just uh, knew that I shouldn't. Be. Matt Bickle was in here. He weighed 450 pounds mm-hmm. at one point, and he said, "Hey, first thing you do if you want to lose weight, stop drinking all calories." Yep, and I absolutely agree. I still don't really drink calories. Like the the most calories I'll have is maybe like I, I'll put almond milk in my coffee. That's about it because it's just there's no. It's not going to keep you full. It's just going to go right through. If you need to get a lot of calories, say if you're like, I don't know, like Rich Froning or something like that, and you need to eat 8,000 calories, then yeah, of course, drink your calories because you, how are you going to eat all that? But if you're someone that's trying to I think to even someone weight, like him, I don't think he even eats that much. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know <laughs> his diet. But like if you're trying to lose weight, liquid calories are literally like the most pointless thing, I believe. Um, so that, that's what I cut out, and I started what I call the common sense diet. And then from there on, it was just – I mean, it's a it's a whole long story, but like, did it you was, ever backslide from there? You're 25 mm-hmm. now. Yeah. In so those five, five years, years have you ever backslid? Nothing crazy, no. And I mean, I I feel very lucky that that happened. What will you not eat? What will I not eat? Yeah. What have you not had in five years? Have you had a coke in five years? Uh, no, not not a regular calorie. Like, I'll I'll have. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this, but I'll have like a diet soda every once in a while. That's like my vice. How often? Once a month. Yeah, about that. And where will you get it? You'll be at in and out Yeah, if I'm like if, – if because I live in San Diego, so I have a lot of people that visit and like want to see the place. So if we're out to eat and like we're, we're out you know, somewhere nice and like mm. I'm just like, oh, you know, a diet soda would be nice. I'll but but, but you're not afraid that that's going to cause a relapse? No. Uh, for a while I was though. That's a, good, that's a good point. For a while I didn't drink any diet soda, any, actually any carbonated beverages. Even if it was like – say if it was like a LaCroix or whatever, mm. I would have been like no because it would have been too – it just like I was, I was too close to my obese self that I was like I could fall fall back now. But now, 
um, I was actually talking to someone about this yesterday. The further I get away, the more I'm like, there's no way I will ever go back. It's just like I'm not – for some people, like I feel like they – the further they are away, it's like the the more they have to work. Now I'm like, this is my life. I don't even – it's not even hard. Like I love going to the gym. I love eating the way that I do. So it's like this is just how I live. It's not hard anymore. So I'm never afraid of falling back. But – there was a time where I was terrified and I was like, there's no way that I can continue down this path. Um, and this is something that a lot of people that have lost a lot of weight don't talk about. And I think it's, it's tragic, honestly. I think that's wrong um, because a lot of people that deal with massive weight loss struggle with like a binge eating disorder. And that's what I struggled with um, because it started out so like, so like in a good way. The common sense diet was like, okay, I'm going to cut out um, I'm gonna cut out soda. I'm gonna cut out fast food. I'm gonna cut out junk food. Mm. Like that's all good. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. But then it started becoming this. My addiction went from being eating everything on the planet to how can I cut out all food in my diet? Because in my head it was like food is what made me 360 pounds. So food is bad. So I need to avoid food at all costs. When now I I know what food is good can do for me and like I know that it's a good thing. But I went from loving food and using it way too much to literally being terrified of food. And I was like, I cannot, I, I need to avoid it at all costs. So I, I started cutting, I was like, say I was starting my diet at probably, honestly, maybe 3,000 calories. Because when you're that big, you can eat that much and still lose weight. Yeah. And then it, then I drop it down to 2,000. And then, okay, 1,500. Oh, I'm losing f- weight faster now. Okay, 1,200. Oh, I'm losing 1,000, 700. And then, so I'm eating seven, so then I went down Is to Is that this, true? Are those numbers true? Something like that. I mean, yeah, it was like that. There was a while when you were doing 700 calories yes, a day. Yes, yeah. So this is when I struggled with binge eating. And again, at the time, I didn't know that was a thing. I thought did I was just a, broken. Did you have a food mentor or guru? It's all or you? It was you're, all me. And you were experimenting on your own lab. Yeah, and YouTube. And, and I watched YouTube videos. Okay. That's why I'm, I feel so lucky that I'm able to make them now. But that's a side thing. Um. So, so, and then I'm struggling like. So again, I'm struggling with binge eating, but at the time I didn't I don't know what that is. I just feel like my relationship with food is really messed up. And if I don't fix it, there's no way I can sustain this. And sustainability is like my favorite word now when it comes to weight loss. But I was literally it was like clockwork. I would go three days doing well, and I put that in quotes because it was really unhealthy, but I was like I would eat like seven hundred calories, seven hundred calories, seven hundred calories, and then just binge like crazy on like anything in my anything that I had in my house. Just eat it, like sleeves of rice clay cakes, sleeves of, um, you know, like of Ritz crackers, and like I would literally eat. One time, I remember I ate a whole box of cereal without any milk, just ate it dry, and I remember just. And being, this is post. This is post this weight is, loss. This is your weight loss journey. Yeah, this is my weight loss journey. <laughs> and so yeah, so like I, I love it. there's there's ups and downs, and like people think that it's gonna be linear. It's not like that at all. What was the cereal? It was checks. Because in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, it was plain checks. But like in my head, I'm like, when you're struggling with binge eating, you try and make like you try and find things that you can do. Like if in my head, I wouldn't have done it if it was like a chocolatey, sugary cereal. But I was like, oh, it's checks. I can eat. Like I can eat a little bit of this, and then it's like you just don't stop. Yeah, on top of that, it's gluten free, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you just don't stop. So at that point in my life, I really felt like I might go back. You know, like this is when I had pretty much lost all my weight. Um, but luckily, like I was able to work through that, and and the way that I worked through that was just first off understanding this isn't sustainable, so I need to fix this, and that's when I kind of started like really getting more into weight training, and then just naturally through lifting and stuff, I realized I need to eat more because I'm dying right now. Like, how did how did you get in the gym? 
Um, so I started. I, it's funny. So did I you actually, ever work out like as a kid? No. 15 years old. Never. No. Did, never. Oh man, no. Uh, the most I was ever Terif- in a terrified gym, of it. Yeah, I was really scared because I actually had a really bad experience in high school. Um, football has been. I love bad experiences. Yeah. That's what makes this show. Yeah. Cool. So it was my my absolute favorite sport, and it still is. A grand, well, I would say CrossFit's my favorite sport now, but um, CrossFit is a health and fitness methodology. Don't cross, get it confused. CrossFit Games. The CrossFit Games. <laughs> just, just, that's a party. Going, CrossFit going. Games is just a party. Okay. Well. <laughs> just a party. Just okay. A party. So football was like the sport that I watched growing up. It's what I wanted to play. Like I was like when I was a kid, I was like I want to be a football player when I grow up, right? Um, so I really enjoyed it, and I played flag football my whole life growing up. I, I never played. Pop Warner because one it was too, kind of too expensive and I was actually oh, too overweight. <laughs> you, they have a weight limit and I was oh like you're that. gonna hurt the other kids. Yeah, so I was over 200 pounds already and you can't be over 200 pounds. So I never played Pop Warner, but I was going when I was when in high school I was so excited. That's some like, California shit. I bet you in Alabama they got like five year olds who weigh like 220. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you it's a little bit mean? different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, sorry. So I was super excited to go into high school and and, and play football, but. They, what position did you play when you played flag football? I played center, so the snapper, and then I also played like on the D line, so it was just a lineman. Um, actually, it was crazy. I actually got MVP like three years, as wow. as because I was just I really liked it. I was really good. I was really passionate about it. And like the other kids, like they like playing, but I was like, like this is serious, guys. You know, just being like seven years day. old. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Going into high school, I was really excited to play tackle. Like, I was stoked. And um, I just had a really bad experience. Uh, so they, the way that they did it at my school was that you'd run a lap, which is a 400-meter, you know, just 400 meters. But what they would do is the biggest guys would start at the front, and then they'd have everyone else behind you, so they'd kind of push you to run a little bit faster. So, I mean, everyone just completely lapped me, literally, like, passed me right away. And that wasn't too bad. I knew I wasn't going to do well, like, running, you know. And then we did some drills outside. But then... We went into the weight room, and this is the first time I was ever in a weight room. I was so scared. And then they just, they, they, they're like, okay, we're going to squat. Never squatted in my life. Never touched a barbell. And then they put 135 on the bar. They put me under the bar, and they're like, squat it. And it's like literally sitting on my neck. Like, it, I feel like my neck's going to break because I don't know how to hold a bar. And then, like, I try and squat, and I, it hurts too much, so I, I rack it. And the kids are like, man, you're the biggest guy in here, and you're that weak. Like, what are you even good for? Like, why, why would you even want you on the team, right? So I ended up literally... I, I lied to the coach and I said my mom needed me at home because she's sick and literally left crying. And I never played football in high school. Um, I just went on a really long tangent there. But uh, so no tangent. Um, did, cool, you, did you? Did you? Couple things. Did you ever use the mom excuse? Did you use mom excuse a lot, or was that kind of like a, a one a one I, off? I don't know. I wouldn't. I mean, not off the top of my head that I know, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'm sure. I, I, I feel I, like a lot of kids use the mom excuse, though. I, I had an, uh, this is an embarrassing story to say. <laughs> I, I had an internship when I was 19 years old in mm-hmm. L.A., and I was working at a, a production studio, Stone Stanley Productions. And I had an internship there for like three months, and then they wanted to hire me, and they mm-hmm. wanted me to produce some show. I mean, I didn't have... I was completely flattered. Yeah. And the, the, actually, everyone there in the studio used to make fun of me because I used to come to school with Dockers and my shirt tucked in because my mom, like, before I went to my internship, my mom bought me all those clothes and said, hey, you need to show up professional every mm-hmm. day. <laughs> and, and, but everyone there made fun of me. Well, look at you now. <laughs> and <laughs> I, um, and I was scared to take the job. So I told them um, that I had to go home because my mom needed me. Really? For the summer. <laughs> yeah. And I told my mom that story. And my mom fucking very sternly told me, never, ever use me as an excuse ever again. 
Yeah. And I had a very loving mom, and I was a mama's boy, but that was like, that unfuck me. And, yeah. I, ne- and I never did, like, I got it. Yeah. Check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Like, I, I'm not, all, I, like, I'm okay with being a bitch, mm-hmm. but don't be a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I was just wondering if that was like a. Yeah, no, I think my mom. You triggered something in me. Yeah, yeah. My mom was like, <laughs> she was always, one of the things is like, my weight has, was something. And you should never use your wife as a fucking excuse yeah. either. I won't either. do that. Not, not you personally, I'm just saying to the whole fucking world, listen to me. <laughs> We all think you're fucking – the second you use your wife as an excuse when you leave the room, we're calling you a cunt. Mm. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Um, so my, Just my man mom, up and own your shit. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, it's not a big deal. Just a, say, I don't want to do it. You're a 13-year-old kid. No, no. I'm not talking to him. I'm just kind of like off and tangent. Just be like, like – just be like don't, – don't be like um, – like, like Matt would never say to me, I can't do it because of Bailey. He would mm-hmm. be like, hey, I wanna, I'm staying home with my wife, man. Yeah, yeah, I want to exactly. watch a movie. I'm going to kiss her and shit. Like he's not going to be like, gosh, she won't let me out. Like let's just say your shit. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Um, but my with my mom, I think that – and 13 is okay. It's different. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm not, I, no, I know no. that you're okay, not talking. Okay, yeah, okay, I get okay, it. Okay, I totally okay, understand. Okay, um, okay, yeah. It's a good but point, with, though. With okay. her, she was – like my weight was something that weighed on her so much, and she like felt so bad. And so like me – And your dad too. You mentioned that in your post. Yeah. How do you know it weighed on them? Because – I mean my mom is – we've talked about it. And like she – Even during? During, no, because I wouldn't let them. Because I it, – any, any talk about my weight hurt me too much to talk about. And, and so like, I, I mean, I would kind of use it as like, I don't want like you, even though, especially looking back now, I know it's only out of love. I know that because especially with how much I was gaining, how fast I was gaining from the outside looking in, it's like, whoa, we need to talk about this. But in my head, I'm like, no, this is like, we're not talking about this. This is like no fly zone. You know, what did it look like? What did that look like? So, um, she would, you know, like you, I could feel it like when, Hey, and I would just – I would shut – so a bad character trait of mine that I still carry to this day, I – when I get in upset or sad or uncomfortable, I'm not the person that blows up and like will tell you how I feel and like this is what we need to do. I'm gone. I will disappear. Like I will shut down, n- will not talk and that's exactly what I would do. And like what, what – it's like you're talking to a brick wall. That's how I, that's how I would act. So it was – it would just never go anywhere because I wouldn't let it. Um, and so we've had conversations now that she used to like come into my room when I'd be sleeping and she would say like, I would see this big blob on the bed, which was you, you know, and she's not saying it in a mean way, but like, and she, she would literally just start crying cause like she felt like it was her fault. And I don't, I don't blame my mom at all, but I mean, I could, I'm, I'm just so glad that I've, you know, I did this all for myself, but I'm glad that I was able to give her that gift of me hopefully <laughs> living longer than her. You know, because she really felt like she was going to bury me. When did your parents say that they were proud of you from your weight loss? When did your dad and mom be like, oh, shit, this oh, is going pr- stick? They were proud of me right away. They were, my mom was proud of me the day that I told her I was ready to do it. Because there would be other times where I would try and, um, like, I would try and lose weight, but I, I would, like, not tell people. And then this time I, like, I like, told my mom the day, the day that I went and got my haircut, did all that stuff. Like, I was like, hey, I'm going to do it. And she was like, she was proud of me right away. What do you mean? There was the haircut that went along with your. Yeah, that was the first thing I did when hey, I. You don't remember that? Yeah. He already said that. Yeah, yeah. He, he was eating the orange chicken, watching Miami, binging on it. Yep. And he made the decision. He actually got orange chicken, some. Oh no. Romaine. Yep. Go on. Uh, Where was I not listening? Noodle chow mein and a soda. I remember he that. And he even finished it. And then he decided yep. right there. And then the next day, the first thing he did was get a haircut. Yep. I remember that because I that was like something God I did when I was it. younger. Yeah. Like when I wanted to like. 
I was in a change funk. things up. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like right now, like I need a haircut. <laughs> my wife, uh, my wife told me I need to listen better. I'm like, Geez, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, <laughs> laser locked in on these motherfuckers for three hours. I say you're a good listener. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're a good. Thank listener. Thank you, Matthew. But uh, but yeah, so she's like, I'm I'm glad that I was able to give that to her, even though that's not even really the reason I did it, obviously, but. I'm really happy that I've been able to do that. And then it makes me happy that I've been able to be a positive influence with her and her kind of making her decisions to change her life a little bit. So, How did you get her into the CrossFit gym? It was it was actually interesting because, first off, I never really pushed it on her too much um, because I, I know from experience that doesn't work. Um, but my brother actually brought it up to me that she was following CrossFit and, like, she was, like, commenting on stuff. And uh, then like like on Instagram on Instagram yeah she thank like she, thank loves, you for the she loves what's, yeah, your, what's she, your mom's name her name's Heidi Heidi girl hey girl, hey girl. She, Heidi Zapley Tapley Tapley yeah. hi Tap she has a different last name than you yeah oh she switched back to oh because she never married your dad yeah okay got it yeah so she uh, so we noticed that and then my brother it was actually his idea he was like why don't we get like maybe we can get her a membership so that was like something we did together we got her a membership and yeah so she's been uh she hasn't been in the gym in a little bit recently because she decided and i think it was the right decision that she needed to tackle one thing at a time so she's been addicted to cigarettes for a very long time no no she doesn't need to yeah well i smoked when i started crossfit well and, and it comes a fork in the road mm -hmm. where you're just like okay I really like this CrossFit. I really like smoking mm -hmm. to this day. I think cigarettes are awesome. Mm -hmm. But there's a point where you're like, um, but they're really bad for you. Do you know what Bob told me? Mm. Bob told me he just read a study that if you smoke one cigarette a day or 20 cigarettes a day, it only is like, there, there's like almost, it's, it's, it's insignificant. Wow. How does secondhand smoke play into that? I don't know. Who gives a fuck? All I know is, is that like Fair. you shouldn't even smoke one cigarette. You, sh you shouldn't even dabble. You can't be like, oh, I'm drunk. I had one. Okay. Yeah, no, it's I'm... bad. But, but you have, so, so your mom, um, uh, she, just tell her to keep doing CrossFit as a smoker, and eventually she'll have to make the decision. Yeah. Because you're like, oh my god, this sucks. I mean, it's re you think CrossFitting is hard? Try doing it smoking. Anyway, yeah, well, go ahead. So she's tackling one at a time. Yeah. So I don't, she, I don't approve of that, but go on. She's she's done. She's she's been able to tackle the smoking. She hasn't smoked in I think today is like 18 days or something like that. Go Heidi. So she's gonna because she, I mean, again, like I'm not gonna tell my mom what to do. That's my mom. I don't know. She can do whatever she wants. Right. Um. So she told me that she just felt really silly. Doing a cross workout and then smoking a cigarette right afterwards. It's fine. And totally uh, so Did that shit for years. Well, she made the decision. She's already done it. So she uh, she decided to stop like focus on smoking. And then she's gonna like you know tackle CrossFit a little bit more and do with that. So. But you know, but you do you agree with me that like CrossFit's just a great substitute. Just shove it in there. Just for yeah. any, you got any problem going I on think with your so. life? Just shove CrossFit in there. I think so. And it'll for start me. pushing shit out of the yeah. way, right? I think so. yeah. I I personally believe that, but. I know my mom is dealing with a lot of stuff that I don't have to deal with and a lot of stresses in her life that I know that she has to deal with that I'm, I'm not going to sit here on a soapbox and tell her, no, 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 just do this. I know exactly what's best for you. You're I'm not a soapbox guy anyway. Yeah. Even so, though you have 3,000. How many videos do you have on YouTube? I don't know. Too many. But you're not a soapbox guy. Yeah. If I'm – if I'm – I'm to come back to your mom in a second. If I'm 150 pounds overweight mm – -hmm. And I want to start the journey, and like I'm one day on, 15 days off, one yeah. day on, 15. Days I, that's not gonna work. Can I, I know that? Can I just start watching your videos from July 2nd, 2014, and get inspired? Is that the point of your YouTube channel? Yeah, I would hope so. I mean, that's the goal. Um, is to like I, I try and show a lot. Like I. I make videos on my life. I make videos like full day of eatings. I make literally videos where I'm just sitting and talking about a subject. Um, it really just kind of depends on whatever. Like I, as long as it's kind of centered around health and fitness and, and weight loss, then I'm cool. I mean, I'll talk about it. So 
You're doing that. Yeah. And do you ever want to like? Do you ever get the desire to sway away from that? Talk about other stuff like politics. Like you hear about what's no. going on. No. No, I could care less about like that's my first of all. My opinion on that doesn't. Who cares really? Um, and I'm just not interested really enough to have an opinion that I think people should care about anyways. So. You're singular. Is it is it conscious? Are you singular singularly focused on your mission? Yeah, I think so. I think it's just because I I believe that. For me personally, I have is I can only make so much. Like if I were to sit there and try and be in fifty thousand different things, I can only make a small amount of change in all of those things. But if I focus on one thing, I can make more change there. So that's what I've kind of decided to do. But I will say, like I am very very interested in like CrossFit is something that's a huge part of that. And so like I actually I do have a second channel where I this is very recent, but I just started making videos on it again. And like I my my goal for that channel is to like maybe talk about more CrossFit specific things because I know that a lot of people that follow me don't do CrossFit on my main channel. And so like I've I've told people like if you really want to follow like really specific CrossFit stuff, because if you don't know about it, you're not gonna know what I'm talking about. This is the other channel, and like on that channel, I've I've done like shoe reviews, and and then I've done um, a, a video all about Dave, his first CrossFit competition. Like I shared his whole CrossFit competition on there. Why Metcons over Nanos? That well, actually, the the new Nanos I love. They're my favorite CrossFit shoes. Oh, okay. Because I saw the, I was looking at a photo. You were wearing some Metcons. So yeah, that was that, that was probably the well these these new ones I like the new Metcon the Freeze, um, but. The <laughs> regular Metcons I can't really deal with. They're a little too clunky for me. But the new Nano 8 so <laughs> sounds like an ad. But they're, like, amazing. Are you I sponsored really, by really Reebok? Like no. Are you sponsored by Nike? No. Are you, who are you sponsored by? Um, I'm sponsored by this company called uh, – it's called Gamma Labs. They make, like, an energy drink. How come we're two and a half hours in and you haven't mentioned them yet? Because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not a salesman, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if people want to know, I'll talk about it. But okay. I'm not going to sit here in, like, a G Fuel shirt and, like, hey, uh, this is – one thing. This is – oh, okay. I'm going to get on a soapbox a little bit here. Um, get up. One there. thing that Good. I have – Hold on. Let me get off. <laughs> have, yeah. Let me get off. <laughs> one thing that I have, a I have a very strong opinion on is – so there are weight loss influencers – on Instagram and you know what I am basically right yeah Instagram and YouTube that have done an amazing job and lost weight and bless them like super awesome I'm really happy for you but if you start to use that as a way to influence people to buy a product and that's your main goal that's wrong in my opinion that's wrong um, the, the main thing that I've noticed is fat burners I just by the name of that product it is it's it's deceiving people and it's not right and the fact that say if you're a bodybuilder and you want to talk about that that's fine man i have no issue with that personally but if your main audience is people that are trying to lose weight and especially if you have hundreds of thousands of followers let's be real most of those people are probably failing a lot so if you're going to now shove this product that's a fat burner down their throat and try and make money off of that that's wrong and i have an issue with that why do fat burners don't work they don't work like they have they they have products in I them they have they have ingredients in them that do th things right they have caffeine in them so yes they will they like if if they were called caffeine pills I wouldn't have an issue with them I think that's great they give you energy for sure I drink coffee I love caffeine um, they have like th things that might cause a little bit of thermogenesis so it might make you burn a little bit more calories because your heart rate's kind of speeded up but that is not burning fat 
There's no like think about it. If fat burners worked, would, would there be any fat people? No. And like so, the fact what? that people are making, and I'm saying people make a lot of money off of these, and I've been offered a lot of money. Not trying to be like, look at me, but like I've been offered a lot of money to promote this stuff, and I refuse because that's not right. And like that, I, I tweeted this out recently. Like if you were trying to look for a shortcut to lose weight, you will fail. There is no shortcut. You have to work hard. Period. You're gonna fail. There's going to be times where you where you're struggling. There's going to be times where you feel like you're not gonna be able to do it. There's gonna be times when you're having a whole month that you feel like this isn't working. I don't think I can do this. That's just part of it. And so I have a, a yeah. <laughs> that's a meme that's going around. So I, a lot of people got upset with me about that. But like I it's it's something that I've been really I'm really passionate about it because it it was. And honestly, like, I have I've had some friends that I talked to. I was like, do you think I'm being a little over over the top about this? Like, am I, am I kind of talking about this? And they're like, I don't think so. Because we've seen the amount of posts dwindle a lot of people trying to sell the products. And like, I, and then you know what? Like for over me. Over the top about it. There's two things that cause you to lose weight. Diet mm -hmm. and movement. Exactly. In that order. Everything else, whether it's tape, compression, um, coffee, it's yeah. all third factor bullshit. Now, yeah. if it works for you yeah. after you've already done these other two and yeah. you want to like throw it in there because it's some superstitious bullshit, yeah. no, you're not overgoing the board at all. As a matter of fact, you set a line in your Instagram. Have you, I can't remember, have you ever seen anyone? God, what did you, there, there was a, a one-liner you gave about Fabriner's like, oh, shit, that's a KO punch. Oh, yeah. It was, was like, have you, you ever, them up. have you ever seen anyone promote a fat burner that wasn't making money off of it? Yes, no. yes, yes, exactly no. that, yes. You haven't. Yes. And again, like, I'm sponsored by a company that makes energy drink stuff, you know, like, for like, like caffeine. But I would never, ever, ever in a million years put it out there and say, hey, if you want a, you know, a little extra boost for weight loss, drink this. No. I tell people, this is just caffeine. If you want to drink it and it tastes good. Great, do it. Like that's all it's gonna do. It's not gonna help you lose any weight. But the issue I have with fat burners is that just the name. No matter how much you frame it, no matter because I have friends that frame it and like this isn't gonna work unless you work. This blah blah blah. All this stuff. You can say everything you want, but you cannot escape the fact that the name of the product is fat burner, and that's what people are gonna focus on. Have you seen Requiem for a Dream? No. Oh, you gotta see that. Yeah. It's real depressing. Really? It's like pills and fat burners oh. and all sorts of shit in it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Sweating from that one. Yeah, that's good. I mean, shit. That's good. That's I really just, good. I, I get really, I'm, I'm really passionate about that. Is there another product, any other product we want to just fucking just put under the bus and back, <laughs> pull forward and backward, pull forward and back? Forward? <laughs> I mean, I would say most supplements. Um, like for me, I, not that you asked my, what I would, I am asking. what I would say, like things that I think that are, have some sort of validity and might actually help people, not even in weight. I don't think there's any supplement that will help you lose weight, period. But when it comes to just general health and like, if you say, if you want to get more protein and you struggle with that protein powders, that I don't even think that's a supplement. I think that's food. Um, but do you do protein powder? Yeah. I, I use a vegan protein powder cause like whey protein really messes with my stomach. I are, get you it from, are you vegan? No. Okay. <laughs> I get it from Costco, not sponsored. Uh, that'd be cool. That'd that would be rad. <laughs> uh, it might be bad. It might be bad Just for me. Got a big uh, old Costco. <laughs> Costco, if you're listening, we hate Walmart. Yeah. He put on a hundred. He put on a hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I might be obese to beast, obese again. Um, but so like protein powders, like maybe um, if you need to get like like fish oils, I've I've seen some like good things about that. And then obviously like creatine, we everyone's seen like with like that's a really researched one. And then like. That's about it, man. Like a multivitamin, maybe. Did you say fish oil? Yeah. Um, I like fish oil. I like drinking. I wake up in the morning. I take two of the Nordic fish oils mm -hmm. and I drink a pint of water. Yeah. And then, um, like, I'll start up the coffee maker and then I'm ready to take a deuce. Yeah. As soon as I take a deuce, I shower. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say coffee is my. You got most something like that, Matt? 
No, my mornings are different. I feel like every single morning. Oh, that's. But as far as like taking supplements, I'm not a big supplement guy. Yeah. I'd read real food. Yeah, and then well, and then I guess like show off. I guess like pre workout, but I don't like that's just mainly like caffeine (laughs) nuts and stuff. So. That's caffeine nuts? No, caffeine. Like oh, pre-workout. Oh, oh, right. Like I, I don't have an issue with that because that actually like you take it, you can feel that you have more energy, you know. Mm. But my my buddy Travis Bajan, um, he said when you weigh 300 pounds, you always have to be in the room with moving air. Meaning like when you sleep at night, you have to have a oh, fan, yeah. fan that's, on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I had to have a fan on. I could not sleep with that one. That is true? Mm-hmm. It's like one of those little known facts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I, I like a couple people have said that. You always have to have the window open, fan going. Well, you just, yeah, you just get, you just get so hot. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I still like, I got an award at my gym for the most sweaty person, <laughs> so I'm still a very like I'm sweating right now. Congrats! Um, I'm sweating too. too. Yeah, I forgot we, to do we, it or we not. sweat in here. So, <laughs> so uh, but yeah, like I remember, it's crazy. Being in here is a weight loss. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. That, that's it's a supplement that actually you know? works. <laughs> yeah, just come on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been on a podcast before? Yeah, yep. yeah, I've been on a few. How, how long was it? The podcast, they? yeah. They've all they've all been pretty long. I'm a talker, man. So like I have. What no podcast issues. have you been on? Just kidding. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, um, was say, I don't remember. <laughs> so oh no. <laughs> um, who came up with the name Obese to Beast? I did. And just randomly, it sounded cool. Do you rap? <laughs> I mean, I guess I rap along to songs. But but that was sort of your first rap lyric, Obese to Beast. <laughs> yeah, it was actually I was gonna do um, Obese to a Beast. Um, and then I think that was like taken already, but honestly, I'm glad that like, cause I've had some, like people will be like, you're not a beast. Like, why would you call yourself that? I'm like, well, the whole point was like, I'm, I'm always getting there. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's the journey. And like, I'm, it's not like I was like thinking in my head, like I'm a beast. It was just like, this sounds cool. And it kind of yeah, rhymes. So it's, it's like the opposite of obese, right? Yeah. So I was like, that was, that's about it. Like there's no real huge story behind the name. What, what's with the underscores and in the Instagram handle? Um, Is that planned or have you, have yeah, you that changed? You can just. It's just easier to read, because ah, if okay. you don't, it like looks like obese to beast, like it yeah, looks it like a different word. It looks like a weird word. Hmm. Okay, yeah. you know I'm not a fan of the underscore. Did you know? That? You're not. I no, am. I hate the underscore. I don't have underscore on YouTube, and I think because you can actually because ca- on Instagram you can't capitalize anything. Hmm. So if you could capitalize stuff, then it, I don't think I would yeah. need to. Crazy but the separation. fact that you can't, it just looks like one weird word. Mm. You need to change your this on. I thought you were gonna do that. Oh, it's the, the request is in the mail. <laughs> I'm waiting on Zuckerberg to be back from D.C. Do you still walk down the hall? If I see you walk down the hall, are you going to care? Do you still carry yourself like a 360-pound man? And does the, do you even know what I'm asking? Not really. We had Kai Rem, Remy in Remy. here. Yeah. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. And she lost... A lot of weight, two hundred mm-hmm. pounds. Let's say I think she was three. Six. I can't even keep track of how much weight all these people have lost. On just the show all, just out. Look, there's Kevin Ogar. Let's just say, let's. Just, oh, and there's Josh Murphy. <laughs> let's just say um, she lost two hundred pounds, and so then then we went after the podcast, went down and did a workout, and she moves like she's still carrying the weight. There's something about her psyche or her aura, or there was something going on where I'm like, oh, I she's carrying. She doesn't realize she's not fully like, you know, even though she's probably been there for years, mm-hmm. she's picked up some habits that may, that, that, um, that she like hasn't been able to break. Yeah, I guess some, some motor recruitment patterns. Like, have you noticed that? I, I would say for, well, f- 
being in my body, I guess it's kind of hard to say, but I will say that I have seen some comments on my YouTube channel where they're like, you walk like you're fat still. Oh, I've, you have. I've had those. Uh, so okay. I, maybe, maybe okay. I do. Um, I was trying to analyze you when we took a break. Yeah, I was going to ask. The, I was like, did you watch me? I was going to try to. Uh, I, I wanted to. Yeah. I was like trying to pee pee, but I was like too close to you. No, like I was trying to shove you. I was shoving you back to the podcast room. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would love that. <laughs> but if I was like a little further away, uh, I could be like, hmm. I would. I mean, I would love if, if you do like if you do notice, I would love to know. Yeah. I mean. Even if I did, I have no issue with that at all. Right. But it's, um, not, it's not something you think about. No, not at all. Have you noticed it, Matt? That's interesting. Yeah, I think I did notice that with Kai. But uh, There's like a hunched overness all, to her. And like she doesn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. She was also injured. I think she was injured. She was injured bit. and she was she's an older. I think getting back to what we, when we talked about the excess skin, I think that's a really good point. If you're younger and you're obese and you lose the weight, there's a difference between if you're older or not. Is she, is she older? She's, I think she's in her 40s, right? Oh, see, I have a... That's, I, would, I would guess my age, yeah. So something that I talk about is like the longer... Say the longer you're, you have like a habit, the harder it is to break that habit. So like yeah. the, the random little uh, like thing I'll say is say you're 360 pounds and you're 20 years old and for three years, you for some reason, your dinner has been three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, right? Mm-hmm. But it's only been like that for a little bit. So imagine breaking that cycle compared to if you're 45 years old and you have had the same thing for 20 years. That's going to be a lot harder to break. So I wouldn't be surprised if people that are overweight for a longer period of time, say, you know, they're 40 years old and then they lose it if they hold on to certain things more. But again, like I would not be like I've gotten the comments of saying people say I still walk like I have I have the weight on me. So who knows, really? Like that's an interesting that that is interesting. That's something that I'm kind of be more cognizant of. You should kinda. maybe and you could even pick up that Ronnie Teasdale thing, the shaking thing. Just shake it off. Do you know mm-hmm. Ronnie Teasdale shaking things? <laughs> no, I don't no, know that. Right. <laughs> did you ever go to a doctor when you were 360 pounds? Not at my heaviest. No. Did um, you ever go at any time and get blood work done yeah, where they were like, not, hey? Not blood work. Again, I was terrified of the doctors. Right. But the, I have a, st- a story real quick. Um, my mom tricked me into going to the doctors. <laughs> she said we were going somewhere else. Mm. We pulled up to the doctor's office, and I was so mad at her. Again, so like I said earlier, shut down. That's what I did. First off, I didn't. How, how old were you? I, I was in 10th grade, I think. She was so, just getting you back 16. for using her, using yeah, her as an excuse. 15, 16. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say, say it's for your fault. You need to go to football practice. Uh, so she tricked me into going. Like It took me forever to, for her to get me inside of the, um, of, the, of the doctor's office. So we get in there. It was a terrible experience, man. The whole time the doctor was like, oh, man, like those kind of sounds, you know. And then like to, to even take my blood pressure, they had to get like a special cuff. I, I'm I'm struggling to believe that shit that a doctor would actually do that. I'm I'm serious. I'm not lying. Like I mean, even I, know, mom, I know you're not. It's just insane. Because even my mom felt bad. She was like, because she was, again, like she should have done that. Like I should have been going to the doctor more, 100. percent Right. But again, I'm I'm as big as I am. Like she's not. She can't force me. So it's like I have to choose to walk into the doctor's office. You're right? so overweight that people are having an unconscious reaction to you. I, I can't believe someone yeah. would do that consciously. Yeah. Like and I can't believe like, I you look at someone who, like, I oh, my it, God. I think it might have been. I think it was like – he. think about it. How many patients do doctors see that they don't really care about that much that – he knows I don't care what he has to say. I was being rude. I'm going to be real. I was being very rude. Not speaking. I was p- mad at my mom and in turn mad at him for right. making me be there, right. yeah, which yeah. it's not fair for me to be mad at either of them. So like, right. like I said, I don't want to make the bo- doctor seem like the bad guy. But again, in my head, this doctor is already making these noises, so why do I want to be here anyways? So we go through that, and I remember that was like – oh, that experience was terrible. And it made me like hate doctors even more. Again, not their fault, my fault, but – 
Yeah. So, 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 so we found out, okay. Yeah. Sorry. So we found out that I was, uh, this is crazy. We found out that I was pre-diabetic and I literally was like, Oh, nice. I'm not diabetic. <laughs> I literally like, I went, cause you, that, that's when like, I don't want to say when diabetes was, but like, I feel like that's a few years ago was when people were starting to realize it more and notice yeah. why it was yeah. happening. Oh, we're not and even so, in our heyday yeah. yet, buddy. And so it's in, coming. in my head, I was like, I'm for sure diabetic. Like right. I was just like kind of accepted it. Right. Cause I was starting to get like the, the furthest thing I'm very lucky that I didn't have to deal other than like the loose skin. As far as from my weight, I don't have any significant health issues that I had to deal with like diabetes. Like I, I was, I'm, I'm, I might have gotten there and then just reversed it. But without me even noticing, that might sound silly, but no, it doesn't I didn't go silly. back to the doctors because I was just pissed mm -hmm. off. But I, I was starting to deal with like my feet were starting to get rashes and like kind of crusty. That was about, mm -hmm. but I remember my mom was like, that's not good. And I was like, oh no, it's just like, I sweat. So it's like, you know, mm -hmm. rationalizing, right? Right. Um, so I found out I was pre-diabetic and I remember I was like literally telling my coach in high school, like, like bragging. That I wasn't diabetic. Guess what? I'm not diabetic. Yeah, wow. I'm not like seriously. And I remember he was just like mortified, and I thought it was funny. Yeah. Because I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You thought I was all, you know what I mean? And like he, he actually really did care about me. It's crazy because we, he was only my coach for a year, but he actually really cared. Yeah. And like I didn't care, so it didn't matter. You do know? people? Do you see people now and they don't even recognize you? Like run into them in your town and you say hi to them and they're like hi. And you're like, you don't know who I am, do you? Not not know. really too much. No. Okay. Mainly just because everyone's seen Ellen, <laughs> me be on Ellen, so they're like, oh, yeah. So that's kind of like the main – that's the thing I'm – You were outed. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. I have a, I have a, I have a cross-fitting friend. He's a radiologist. And he said – and I don't know what the percentage was, but it was a huge percentage. It was over 50% of the people that he sees are 30 years complicit in their situation. Meaning people are coming in, and it's shitloads of obese people. Okay. And whatever their sickness is, they've been they've been working towards making it a reality for thirty years. Mm -hmm. So when I hear your story of a doctor having an opportunity to change a kid's life mm -hmm. who's not thirty years complicit in it, I mean, I, everyone deserves to be treated with respect, and everyone deserves to get a chance, and everyone deserves to get the information they need to turn their life around. Mm -hmm. I, I really do believe that. Like, like. Absolutely. Like once you have the information, then it's okay. It's on. It's on you. Yeah. But it's in, it's interesting because you got these. You got you got you got someone who at your age who who wasn't you, you turned it around at twenty. Yeah. And you weren't thirty years complicit. But then you have someone who's fifty, and um, they've really worked to get themselves yeah. into that like. Yeah. That hole. That they're, place. They're deep Absolutely. In that hole. Yeah. Your your followers, your five hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, which is just fucking incredible to me, um, but makes sense meeting you. Um, <laughs> so thank you. Are are they all obese people, or formerly obese people? I would. Like, do you have anyone like Matt? I would say just a gifted hunk. Yeah, I would say. Um, <laughs> mo I would say uh, a good majority of people are. Either like going on a weight loss journey, whether they're obese or uh, you know just a little bit overweight or trying to lose weight, I would say that's a good majority. But I would say that I've gotten a few more people that are just, that are healthy people that like maybe since I started doing CrossFit and I've been because I share that on my channel a lot. Big that, community. Which yeah, and like that for me that that really excites me. I love when I see people that aren't obese or like aren't overweight at all that are following me and like commenting on stuff because for me it just means a lot because I love CrossFit so much and I love like it's it's a huge thing for me and like something that i'm interested in so it makes me really happy but hence the new channel yeah because i just want to have a place where i can put stuff 
that I don't feel like I'm like like people that don't understand CrossFit or have no real interest in it are like I don't want to hear this like it's like if you're here you know what's going to go on here like there, there's no so eventually will you get so old that you'll forget what it was like to be obese and you won't really have anything relevant to say on the subject anymore um that's a good question and like I've, I've thought about that that a lot because first off it's been it's been a while for me it's only been five years but the amount of like life that i've lived in that amount of time is like there's it's a one lot. fifth of your life yeah yeah has gone by yeah yeah um so and, i don't think i'll ever like truly forget but i do i do know that i i the, the further away i get the less that i can really relate to especially the beginnings um and like as far as the journey, I think I'll always remember how it was, what it was like losing the weight, and I'll always remember that. But as far as like when I was 17 years old in high school, I'll probably – and I think that's kind of for anybody. When like the older you get, you forget exactly how you felt in high school and the, the feelings that you felt. But again, like I think I'll always – I personally believe I'll always have knowledge that I can share for people that want to lose weight. Um, but yeah, I mean I would say that the further away I get, the, the less it's – the harder it is to really relate to myself when I was, say, 17. Do you have, do you have, are you going to ask a question before I wrap this up? No, I've got a couple of things to address, but oh, you can go. No, 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 you address it. You address it. Um, the Smith, uh, not Smith's routine, but learning how to squat in high school with the bar and mm. 135 pounds on it, that's crazy. I want to say I did something similar too. And it's insane to me that any sort of weightlifting conditioning program in high school, they don't teach you how to air squat. They, yeah. I mean, probably because they don't know how. Yeah. But it just blows my mind. I mean, you think about something. Okay, let's figure out how to do it without weight before we do add weight. Maybe it's just so second nature now. I yeah. I remember when I first started CrossFit, um, and I, I would just deadlift seventy five pounds. And I remember it took me like two or three months, and I and I deadlift finally one thirty five, and mm -hmm. I was so fucking excited, yeah. right? And then I remember um, deadlifting three twenty for fifteen reps in some workout. Damn. Yeah, it's probably my all time. You probably never even heard me brag about that because it's such a fucking. Wait, and you didn't memory. die. No, it's like it's like my one rep max and my fifteen rep max, but but now but now I don't now now I um like I don't ever hardly ever deadlift over two twenty five ever 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 hardly mm -hmm. ever, and and once you're in the CrossFit game it doesn't even matter, mm -hmm. but what does matter is that you start somewhere with proper mechanics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and the person who did that to you is a negligent douchebag. Yeah, well he was a high schooler. And oh, he wasn't a teacher. No, I mean, we were, oh, it was just kids. It was, we, they, I mean, there was uh, teachers they there, get a pass. They but get a pass. there was like, <laughs> but yeah, but there was like, you know, there's like 50 kids that are in the, in the weight room. And then it's like yeah. here, it was like, they, he they still should have been protecting groups. you. He still should have been protecting yeah, you. I mean, I, I agree hundred yeah. percent. Um, and it was, I, I feel like it was almost like their way of weeding people out. Like if you can't handle this, we don't want you on oh, our team. When you finally, if you want to know what it means to be an adult, by the way, I just realized this the other day because I used to tell people, "Hey, you never grow up. Quit faking it. You're never going to be an adult. Mm -hmm. You're finally an adult when you know, to your core, how to protect kids. Mm. So if you don't know how to do that, then quit. Don't quit acting like you're a fucking adult. Yeah. But like, there's parts of me that truly know how to protect my kids now. And like I'm like, holy shit, that's like the only adult part of me, because <laughs> it's so fucking selfless. Yeah. But until then, it's like you're not a fucking adult. Okay, I'll, I'll give the soapbox back to you. Okay, sorry, man. Uh, that's just my soapbox. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Right, you yeah, didn't ask you? Eric and I what body we would want. <laughs> you guys got to that's say what easy. you wanted. That's true. Because me and this dude have issues. You guys have the bodies. You doesn't want. mean we don't aspire. Okay. This okay. is like me trying to work out with Leaf the other day, and it's like. 
I was going to kill that workout, and I knew it, and they just fucking used the whole length of the gym, so I couldn't, like, start with them, and I'd start two minutes back, and I was like, dude, come on. Oh, and you, <laughs> you wanted know, to go like, and just put it to them. Yeah, I, well, not that I wanted to kill them. I just, I knew, like, what I was going to do, and I was like, I'm going to do well in this workout, but they just took the whole fucking gym. It was like handstand walk, so I, like, I had to wait. Do you know why? Probably because you're the best person in the gym, so no. they punished you for it. And you show up late a lot, well, swinging your golf club around. I was there early. And but... you're a little apathetic, just in general. Damn, dude. Like, <laughs> you just, everything, chop me down. Yeah, chop, 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 chop. Point being, like, we catered to the lowest. Right. You know, let's, let's cater to everybody. Right. Did you pass him in the workout? I smoked him. You didn't start in two minutes late? It was that handstand walk lunge workout. That's, like, my wheelhouse. Well, whoever we had in here recently, I don't know if it was Brooks-like or someone, but someone later told me, fuck, Matt's really fit. I was like, yeah. Well, I think Kara. Kara is, like, the fittest one in the office. I, I will give her that title. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. The girl is incredible, and she's in that office over there. Mm. I was like, are you doing your hair different? She's like, no, I just worked out. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, so, Eric, I'm going to ask you, who, whose body do you want? At Bischel's. Get out of here. Damn. I'm going to tell you who I want, who? or I, w- I would want. I'm happy with my body, but uh, Cody An- Anderson. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mustache? Yeah. No, 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 no not, not, not Cody. What, one of the Anderson brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. The, th- the three brothers are Z. Oh, and they even got Just a dad. I'll, I'll take their dad's. I'll take their, I'll take their dad's body. I'm pretty sure it's Cody. No, there's not a Cody. Cody. I think no, I think they're. I think Cody's the one with the mustache. No, he's, he's, no, the, he's, he's the guy from the West, from like Washington area. You got Anderson as one. God, I just totally fucked that up. <laughs> I've been waiting on it for like an hour. Yeah, now. see, he's that's the one with Cody the Anderson. That's not the one. Yeah, I don't want that one. No, no. Oh, Cody his body's freakish though. Anyway, I'll take his over Connor. Maybe McGregor's. it's Jacob. Maybe it's Jacob Anderson. Alex Anderson, maybe. I think it's Alex. Alex, there you go. He's a super. The one that was yeah. like ridiculous. I think it was the one that Patrick was talking about. Like he's like. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that guy. Hey. Oh, he's still in it to win it too, right? Yeah, that guy's yeah. still in the game. He's so that's like, it. yeah, he's yeah. killing it. I'll take Jacobs. You'll take Alex. All right, deal. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you for including us on that. Just next time, just ask us. Like, <laughs> we have feelings too, Eric and I. There are a lot of things still to talk to you about. Unfortunately, we have to do three podcasts today. Yeah, I totally, oh. get, totally get it. <laughs> it's a lot of talking. Um, and you've done a lot of research, so I can only imagine that was. You did, you did do stuff. a lot. I give you yeah. tip my hat. No, no, I come in here just with my thumb in my ass and don't have anything prepared. <laughs> I thought that was what Eric and I did. Jesus <laughs> Christ, I can't. <laughs> I do read not. The comments, I mean, you know. You know, I think that's things. the only. I think that like the other comments, he's an asshole. He asks stupid questions. There's no beginning to the show. Blah blah. Though none of those bug me, but the one where he doesn't come in prepared, I'm like. Yeah, I have certain things too. Like when people make fun of my loose skin, I'm like whatever. Right. But when there's like certain comments that I'm just like. Ooh, that one hurts a little bit more. Or mm-hmm. it's like, not that it hurts. I'm just like, that's not even true. Stuff like that. Right. When it's not even right, true. When right. it's true, like, they're making fun of my loose skin. I'm like, well, yeah, I do have saggy nipples. Like, what am I going to say? Right. No, I don't. Like, right. But then there's, there's also what you said earlier, like, right. acknowledging that gives it power. Yeah. And so it's like, it you, does. You want to do everything. We'll just be like, I'm reply. Okay, I'm the best thing to do is delete, delete every time. Like, it really is. But it's it's also like the thing that's like, man, I, I really felt like I could clap back really good on that mm-hmm. one. It's always better to just delete or just don't even acknowledge it. Um, Drawing the nipples on, will you do that and t- for me? <laughs> I, like, like, <laughs> like, like for, take for a picture me. from here up uh-huh. and have like an artist draw nipples on you. I'm down. That would be a fucking always, amazing photo. It's funny because people will like, there's like certain things like oh bring it up to your nipples like there's like like cues and crossfit and i'm like i'm like it doesn't work for me (laughs) mine are down here because you really do have i mean you really do your your it is really crazy how your skin hangs yeah and like you'll turn and then i'll see an eight pack under there yeah like there's no there's no position where you see an eight pack on me (laughs) 
It's and, there. That's true. And and, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm never inviting you to the beach with me again. Six pack. It's a six pack, not an eight pack. And um, and same with your chest. Your chest is crazy. And so, like, you should draw some nipples on there and just see, like, you know, just like, just like a test run. Yeah, be interesting. I actually nothing permanent, no tattoo. Yeah, it's funny because there's some. You've of that done it before, a, haven't you? There's someone that made a uh, like a little like Instagram picture. They like mm. photoshopped it, and they they put like like a regular chest, I guess you could say. I thought it was cool. I reposted it. Um, oh, I saw that, but they changed your whole body. I'm saying yeah. actually, like, someone should go in Photoshop onto mm-hmm. Matt's Instagram account, mm-hmm. take off his nipples. Dude, I've Let's got, see. Hopefully, I've got horrible it. nipples. My nipples are tiny. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed by though. my nipples. Did you, did you ever see? Um, did you ever see the Twilight Zone where the girl's watching TV and then she turns and looks at the camera and she has no mouth? What's his, What's the Twilight so. Zone? Oh, right. I know what the Twilight Zone is. <laughs> anyway, that's the way. That's I think that's the like the. There's this. We're programmed. It's like someone. Uh, Greg was telling me the other day. If you take a circle, and just put two dots on it anywhere, every human being in, in the entire world will just see a face right away. Mm-hmm. And like they're and that's why we see them in the clouds and all yeah. the shit. Like we're programmed to see certain things. Hmm. And so when you look at your body and you start at your head and come down and all of a sudden you see everything there but the nipples missing. If there's yeah. a um. It's like I mean I've seen some dead people before too, and it's kind of like that too. You're so mm-hmm. used to seeing people who are alive that when you see dead people, yes. there's a mm-hmm. it's like a shock. Yeah, and something yeah. happens. You can't. Um, there's a break. Your own little your little peanut gets frazzled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. It's interesting. It's it's funny because <laughs> like people, I have I have a lot of people that so like I talked about how some people like say like oh you not getting the surgery is like. You know, it shows that other people shouldn't get it, and then I have other people on the other side is like, you need to get the surgery, you have to. That's a, and like, that's fucking ass. Yeah, and it's like it it's like your like they say your transformation isn't done until you. And I'm like, the and I feel like the reason that people believe that is because they're so used to watching these TV shows, Extreme Weight Weight Loss, and The Biggest Loser, where they lose the weight and then at the end of the show they get surgery and then they do the big reveal, right? People are used to seeing that. I just think that's silly because first off, I have friends that have gotten the surgery, and one. First off, I would need to have a lot of surgeries. It wouldn't just be one. Um, and then second off, I have a lot of people that have lost um, a lot of weight, got surgery, and they still have loose skin. Like it doesn't – it's not perfect. So it's like I know even if I got surgery, my body wouldn't be like normal or whatever that even means. Like it wouldn't I – wouldn't, my nipples wouldn't be in the exact right spot. I know that. I've seen mm. enough surgeries. Like I just – so I'm just like – to go through all of that to not even get like a perfect result or whatever I'm and to like, maybe die in surgery yeah that's a possibility too or like infections are a huge thing and be bedridden not being able to work out as silly as it sounds for like six months right would, no right not not around here like and if you make it 20 years with that and i'm not i'm not a proponent i'm not, I'm not either way yeah yeah but if you make it 20 years with that that'll be that'll be something else yeah because then we'll then you'll have another data point hey guys i just want to show That's you this kinda, is what happens to my skin yeah i'm 45 now mm-hmm. and and it and it shrank up and i'm interested it didn't i'm shrink interested up. about that yeah like i'm a, really a, am. yeah you treat yourself like a laboratory rat. i really it's cool. do yeah. it's awesome that's what we're yeah. that's why we're here mm-hmm. to treat ourselves like laboratory rats to make ourselves i mean hopefully the best we can be yeah i mean life is just one big experiment it's true social it or not yeah and some some experiments get shut down and some some lose funding and some don't (laughs) (laughs) john we'll have you back soon yes thank you for being here i'm really excited about the commercials you're going to be in yeah they're going to be badass um what's the affiliate you go to crossfit dark side in crossfit dark side california anyone who wants to meet this guy should go to that affiliate and fucking camp on the that's the class you go to 5 30 p.m i'm there usually at like 4 30 how much are drop-ins 
they're twenty dollars, or you can get a shirt. That's like pretty much any other gym. So okay, go in. We have in. cool shirts. So go cool. in and fuck yeah. with John. Try to beat him at any workout. He's really competitive. Yeah, um, <laughs> too competitive. But yeah, <laughs> Eric, land the plane. <laughs> if I didn't have to pee, shows would go on forever. I am, I'm surprised you did. I, I have to pee right now. Again, I kind of have to pee now too. <laughs> Oh, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. It was fun uh, answering. I think it was uh